2: Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick
3: Lane in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au
3: Dwayne's World with Dwayne
5: Russell. Hello and welcome to Dwayne's a Great to have company wherever you might be listening around the planet. It's Midday Madness time. You call, you get on. The number is one 736 736 Massive show coming up, but Midday Madness is a priority. So we'll go straight to your calls off the top. Anything in the world of sport you'd like to discuss, we will get you on for the next two hours. That's the Midday Madness promise. So put that number in your phone. If there was anything that tickled your fancy over the weekend of sport... Get yourself on right now. one 736 736 Midday Madness is for work locker, carrying downs and packing them. Workwear for wherever you work. I mentioned we've got a huge show. It's because we're live from the Sandy Golf Links, thanks to Callaway Golf today. So here, uh, I've got the DJ next to me. There's a heap of players getting ready with their Callaway gear, the new Paradigm A.O. Smoke smoke family. They're sweeter from every spot, the Callaway. So if you want to be part of uh, this program and be a chance to win some Callaway products, including the new Paradigm AI Smoke Driver. Then you better get yourself on 1300 736 736. Give be texts coming through as well on the 40 Winks Temper text 0433 98 1116. Your new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper mattresses like no other. But it's Talkback Radio, so I'd rather have a chat to you and we'll get you on for the next two hours. We'll talk some golf, we'll talk some cricket, we'll talk a bit of AFL. In fact, uh, it's just been talking to Jared Waitley. In the US, obviously, before I came on. Just a quick one. Footy could easily be starting this weekend. The AFL is leaving Feb to be wasted, I think. So have you got a thought on this just off the top briefly? Is the AFL wasting February? I mean, the NBL have a magnificent vacancy to fill with February. So they're looking after February. They're going to have February all to themselves, the NBL. And it's great for the NBL. They must love it. No one wants 50 over cricket in Feb by the looks of things. And I know Glenn from Tullamarine, wants to talk about the 50-over one-day international crowds. Right, you could either start the season earlier, you could play pre-season games this coming weekend, you could make it a 30-week AFL season if you wanted to. You could have an extra bye in the middle of it. Uh, you could have, well, you could play everyone twice starting this weekend and finish the season in October. There's all those options for the AFL. You can bring back the knockout comp. You could have a knockout comp where the kids are going to be played across the next couple of weeks. Feb's wasted. I mean, they tried AFLX for a while, tried it and failed. Yep, they just gave up on AFLX. They've tried a few things, the AFL, but they've given up on fair again, and it's a bit of a waste, I reckon. So, your thoughts on it? 1300 736 7360, open line number. Got a heap of stuff to give away, not just the new Paradigm AO Smoke, smoke Driver to give away, um, but a few other things, including Dwayne's Wood to give away as well, whilst we're live here at the Sandringham Golf Links. Um, Glenn in Marine, you want to talk the in? One-day international crowds, firstly, before we get to you, Greg and Tim. Welcome, Glenn.
6: Good afternoon. I think the crowds are actually very good when you consider the fact that Australia was resting a heap of players. Um, the, the game in Melbourne was on a school day and a work day, so most people couldn't attend. Um, you've also got the issue that they'll play in the West Indies, who are a team that didn't even qualify for the World Cup and just don't have any fans in Melbourne. I mean, if you play India or Sri Lanka you'd probably get as many Indian fans as what you do Sri Lankan fans, which means the crowd in Sydney is suddenly 40,000, not not 20. Uh, there, there wouldn't have been any more than a couple of hundred West Indy fans at Sydney or Melbourne. So for me, if you play the ODIs at the right time on a school holidays and not a work day, and, and you play a team like India or Sri Lanka or Pakistan, I've got no doubt that ODI cricket has a future. But if you played at the wrong time against the side that hasn't qualified for the World Cup, and you rest all your players, well, what do you expect?
5: So we hear from a lot of listeners that uh, I'm, I'm a bit over some of the guys in the Australian team. I'm not really into the Australian test team at the moment. You know, I, I want it regenerated. I want to see a few new guys. And here we are, we're seeing a few new guys, and Friday doesn't really get that much attention to it, Glenn. You think play on the weekends and involve a bigger country like in India or Pakistan or Sri Lanka, and all of a sudden the people will come and, 50 over cricket will be the big bang that we need for February now that the big bash is over.
6: Well, definitely. When India and Sri Lanka play in Sydney or Melbourne, you get as many Sri Lankan and Indian fans as you do Australian fans. So yesterday's crowd would have been double if they had to play Sri Lanka or India. That's hmm. that's almost capacity in Sydney. Um, but I really think, though, that the, um, Cricket Australia is sending a message by arresting all the players that ODI cricket is not the priority. The test cricket's a priority, um, and clearly the ODI cricket is not. I mean... During the Cricket World Cup, that was a priority, so they played all the best players. I mean, I just think it's a tragedy that, you know, there's, there's one ODI game for the whole year in Melbourne, and it's involving a team that didn't qualify for the World Cup and all the, all the players that rested. And, it, and, it, and it's on a school day. I mean, yeah. all, all those kids, and there's so many kids and families who went to the BBL because it was on during school holidays. I mean, how would the BBL go? Or imagine Australia West Indies T20 if you sat at it at 2.30. I'm sure that crowd would struggle too.
5: So do you think so it would it's be better, it's a, but it's not school holidays in Feb, so you'd only be able to play it on the weekends, Glenn. That's the only time you could play it, if we actually resurrect the, or even the Tri-Series in Feb, if we're trying to resurrect it. You, you still have to play it on the weekend because it is, well, it's Feb, so everyone's back at school.
6: I'd love to see a Tri-Series, and I think now is actually the best time ever for a Tri-Series because we have so many... Indian, Sri Lankan, Pakistan supporters in Melbourne. The problem with the Tri-Series used to be that unless Australia played, you wouldn't get a crowd. Like if Sri Lanka played in Melbourne, there'd be a few hundred fans. But now if you played it, you could play a Tri-Series in India could play Sri Lanka and you would get a huge crowd because they've got mm. so many fans in Melbourne and Sydney. Um, but uh, for me, if you're if ODI crickets work, Australia must play their best team and they must play at a sensible time. It's got to be, you know, um, during the school holidays in, in January. Not not in, um, in February when everyone's over cricket.
5: Good to have you call, Glenn. Thanks for kicking us off. We've got a few things to give away today, so well, we've got something for you in the prize cabinet. We've got Dwayne to a T-shirt coming away. Got a few of those to give away. So jump on the open line one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you've got a thought on Glenn's thought, Greg in SA, what can you, Greg?
7: Hi, how are you going, Dwayne? Good, thanks. Um, I do agree with a lot of what Glenn said, but I personally believe a huge problem with one-day international cricket is the lack of it being on free-to-air TV. I remember as a kid watching the advertisements for a month leading up to the one days and being so excited, and there's just nothing. People aren't hearing that it's on. They're not seeing that it's on. Anyone that doesn't have pay TV is just oblivious to the game being even held.
5: Yeah, the game needs money, though, Greg. So if you don't have one offering at least for the pay TV provider to get some exclusivity, you're not going to get the money into cricket either.
8: But is that at the
7: expense of future cricketers?
5: Well, I don't think it's at the expense of future cricketers, but I hear what you're saying. I, I know there is a divide still between those that have pay TV and those that don't have pay TV. There is a lot of people out there that don't subscribe to anything. Um, they don't have um, Apple TV. They don't have Disney Plus. They don't have Paramount Plus. They don't have Netflix. They don't have Foxtel. They don't have Ko. I know there's a lot of people out there that only watch free-to-air. But um, and I and I get those that tell me that they can't afford to have KO and they can't afford to have any pay TV. There is a a proportion of people out there that will never be able to afford it. But the way of the world and where we're moving it's like holding back the tide with a broom I think if you're trying to stop pay TV from getting some exclusivity to sport. Um, If you want your sport to grow in terms of money and a wider audience you're going to have to embrace pay TV in some way but Greg it doesn't mean I'd I hear what you're saying about if it's not on free to wear, but there's been a lot of free to wear cricket so far this summer, at least. Appreciate your call as well, Darren and Doreen. Welcome to you, Darren. Oh, sorry, uh, Doreen, I
8: just turned uh, the back and you know this Yeah, uh, right. I checked up. I checked up for the tickets uh, on the day when it was at the MCG, and they wanted $120 each for premium tickets. Are they joking? Like. We're playing the West Indies. Even if we're playing India, I wouldn't expect it to be that much just for a one-dayer. But yeah, you know, and the, the least one was, and you could have probably bought the least ones and just sat where you want. But it wasn't the point. It was thirty dollars. Like if they made, if they made the premium tickets thirty dollars and then went down from then, I'm sure most families will come. Because as you were just saying, in this day and age, we're all trying to save our money and do what we can. And there'd be a good day out for
5: me and my son, but I wasn't paying $240 for go no sit there. No way. Yeah, Darren, that's the issue. They've got to pay the bills. If you're going to open the gates at the MCG, you've got to pay the gate attendants, you've got to pay all the people that work there, and especially if it's a if it's a Sunday, rate. And this was a Friday we're talking about, obviously. But if you're going to have to pay all those people, then you've got to pay the bills. I'm sure Cricket Australia doesn't want to run a one-day at a loss. So if you're letting people in for you know 20 30 bucks for really good seats it's great you'll fill the joint but will you actually be able to make the profit that you need to pay for it because will you actually fill it at 20 bucks so i heard kane corn saying earlier today the 50 over game is one that he wouldn't go to even if it was free so there is that element as well you could make it free make a loss try and get as many people to live cricket as you can but you might still only get 50 or 60000 there The ticket prices are an issue. Supply and demand is part of our world and if you're charging too much for ticket prices and people don't go, you've got to have a look at it. Is it good for cricket to have a three-quarters empty stadium for any sporting event, especially during the week where people are going to be at work and you're going to have to lure them away from work to try and get them there with a really cheap ticket price. Great to have you call though, Dan. I really appreciate you jumping on and Got a heap of stuff to give away as well. I do want to give away some prizes. We've got this, got some great Callaway Golf stuff to give away. The new Paradigm AI Smoke family. They're sweeter from every spot thanks to Callaway. Got a heap of that stuff to give away. But you've got a Signet Boost Power Bank coming your way. A Signet Boost Power Bank valid at $44.95. Signet Boost Power banks will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. Tim in Brighton. Welcome to you, Tim. day, Dwayne. Thanks
1: for taking my call. Look, we... Just uh, would like to talk about the AFL um, in regards to missing an opportunity in February. We we were actually talking about this the other day. The, the NRL have already started advertising for their season um, with the catchphrase "In a League of Its Own," which I thought was pretty good and quite um, Peter Peter Valandis style. Of, you know, having a, having a dig at the other other competitions, particularly the AFL. But I, I know that their their season doesn't start until March second, but the build-up to this with the advertising that started already with the NRL and then the double-header, not one, but two games in Las Vegas, the, the, the Super Bowl before, um, you know, the, the Formula One that was held there was a huge success, and listening to Gerard this morning and, 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 uh, and Colin and Funky-Miller talking about how Las Vegas is, is you know, the sports capital or the, you know, they're really making it a, a destination place for these sporting events. Um, uh, you know, and then you know, the, the Rugby League are also advertising in, in Las Vegas. Uh, they've already started with a 30-second advertisement, no pads, no helmets. Um, I, I just think that the AFL, I know I've focused on the NRL... But they've really missed an opportunity here and, and we, that's what we've been talking about. When we're talking about the, the Super Bowl and, and the excitement leading up to the Super Bowl and and then it, and it's just going to run on the back of, uh, oh, sorry, um, the NRL is going to run on the, on the back of the Super
5: Bowl. Yeah, I think it's a waste as well of Feb. I think the AFL should be getting some games in Feb somehow. Now, whether you want to extend the season and play everyone twice and then... So you're starting this coming weekend and then finishing in October. I get it. Uh, We probably don't want to do that. It's too many games and finishing at the end of October. So adding a month at the start of the season and adding a month at the end of the season is probably not the way to go. But you could actually start the season a couple of weeks earlier. Let's face it, we're starting it a week earlier this year because rugby league's starting a week earlier, so we don't want to give them all the ground. So we've got an opening round and a round one this year. So it's a little bit different to start, but we could actually be starting a couple of weeks earlier. There's a few on the tech saying, well, what have you played yesterday? I'm not saying last weekend. I'm not saying the weekend just gone. I'm saying this weekend coming, and it would be night games. Obviously, it's hot, but I was in Adelaide last night. It was a beautiful night to be playing any sport last night in Adelaide. It was a a 36-degree day in Adelaide. I know it was hot here in Melbourne as well, where I am right now, but it was a beautiful day in Adelaide. You could have played a game last night in beautiful conditions and sitting out there... Having a, a quiet beverage or a, a sandwich uh, watching the footy last night at the Adelaide Oval would have drawn a massive crowd. I guarantee you, the hill would have been absolutely chock-a-block. So you can play, you can play night games. I know not all grounds are going to be available, but the AFL does own Docklands. So they've got that opportunity, given they own Docklands, to be able to schedule some games there early in the season. Great to have you call, Tim. Is the AFL wasting firm or not? one is the number. Give us a call on that Werribee Kia open line, one 736 736 The EV9 is there at Werribee Kia for you to test drive today. I've actually driven the EV9 down here to the Sandy Golf Link. So drop by, say hello. You can look at my EV9 that I've borrowed from Werribee Kia, and you can check out the new Paradigm AI Smoke Family driver there. Sweeter from every spot from Callaway. Back to your calls for Midday Madness next.
2: Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good
3: bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au.
3: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell.
5: Go back to your calls for Midday Matters for Work Locker, Karen Downs, and Packing and Work for wherever you work. Jeff in Mount Lakes, Justin in Wandan coming to you. 1300 736 is the open line number. And we're live from the Sandy Golf Links. Thanks to Callaway Golf, the new Paradigm AI Smoke from Callaway is now available. And there's plenty of people here to check it out. In fact, there's people like Brett Lee and uh, Glenn Maxwell, or Fev Wander Past, Sammy McClure's here, even Sammy Hargraves from SEN uh, floating past or taking part in the Pro-Am today. Great to have your calls wherever you're calling from around the planet. One here on the text, uh, don't know where you were in Adelaide yesterday, Dwayne, but it was a blowing a Terry Gale at eight o'clock. Last night, well, where do you think I was? I was at beautiful Alberton uh, at about seven o'clock last night, and uh, I was up at Pracker. It was a bit blowy up by the jail, I gotta say, um, about midday yesterday. So, but boy, it was a beautiful evening. But I like a nice hot evening, I love a 24 degree evening, and that's probably around about what it was. Jeff in Manor Lakes is the AFL Wasting Feb. Welcome to you, Jeff. Great to have you on.
8: G'day, Dwayne. Thanks. Um, look. This cricket season's been a bit of an anomaly because of the ODI World Cup. Generally, the tests are over by the second week in January. And then most international one-days and T20s are over by the end of January. But the only problem... I'd love to see ASL start early. The only problem you got, you've probably only got about five grounds. Because all the other grounds have cricket pitchers in them. Yeah. And those associations will not want to let that go because in case they get to play in the sheffield Shield final. Yeah. The other thing that you've got this year is you've got both Pink and Taylor Swift playing at the major stadiums over February. So yeah. you just wouldn't be able to have it, have it this well,
5: year. But well, you could, Geoff, to... because you could play at Moorabbin. You could I mean, Moorabbin's now going to be able to hold 10,000. You could play a game at Moorabbin. You could play a game at Albert, and they've just redeveloped Albert and I was there yesterday. So you could play a game there. The AFL own Dockland, so you just don't schedule any concerts there in Feb because you know you want to play footy there. And you play some footy with the roof open if the weather's conducive to it and there's no rain coming and it's not 38 degrees. So there will, There is stadiums. And I think a lot of, of these stadiums around Australia, Jeff, they know who pays the bills. It ain't cricket that pays their bill. Optus Stadium in Perth, it's not cricket paying their bill. How I many they get to their test? It's footy paying the bills there.
8: Yeah, I, under, I, I, I know where you're coming from, Dwayne, but the thing is cricket season runs till mid to late March. Yeah. And, and that's the same with the MCG.
5: You know, I'm MCG, uh, Adelaide, Adelaide G- Oval, i get it. MCG, Adelaide Oval, Gabba, you can't have them. Okay, good. Sydney Cricket Ground, you can't have it. There's other grounds, Jeff. Moorabbin, Alberton, Marvel, there's other venues around that we can play footy at. They're not all with cricket pitches in the middle. Um, you know, I think that it's—I think it's a waste of Feb, and I don't think grounds are the issue, Jeff. To be honest, because I think if there was a preseason game on at Moravian this weekend, as there is going to be in about a month's time or three weeks' time, it would be packed out at Moravian. If there was a preseason game on at Alberton this weekend, it would be packed out. So there is venues that are hosting AFL training at the moment on the weekend that could be hosting an AFL game.
8: Yeah, I get that, but also you you want nine games at night. Who's going to fit all that in? Um, with the you don't have cuts, to have you don't one? have to have nine you don't, you don't have to have nine up.
5: games you don't have to have nine games at night, Jeff. But you could spread it. I mean Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And there's a spread of night games if you wanted to do it. Have a knockout comp. Play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. There's ways of doing it, Jeff. I mean, I... I'm one of those that actually look at what you can do, not what's holding us back to what you can't do. And I, I think you can do it. If the AFL wanted to own Feb, there's plenty of opportunity. We can come up with a million excuses why not. I'm telling you why. Justin in Wonder. What good do you, Justin?
9: G'day,
1: Dwayne. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Um, so with the ticket prices for the MCG and the SCG, they 35 bucks to go to the BBL final. They got 42000 there. Hmm. For an adult. An adult, is 35 bucks. So like, if, if you want to fill the grounds, I know you were talking about them making a profit with the, um, the one-dayers, because Cricket Australia want to make money. But if you make them cheaper and you get more people, I'm sure you're going to make more money than charging that sort of exorbitant price. Because um, there's no way you're going to take the family and pay, what, 180 bucks for your wife and two kids yeah. Go and see a game of meaningless game of one day cricket. And that's the minimum charge. That's for the for the nosebleed section.
5: Yeah, I'm what agreeing you with you, awesome? Justin. I'm not I'm not saying anything because I agree. I, I I do think if you drop the ticket price, now there's a level where it degrades your product. So you're not going to say I'll come to the big bash final for seven dollars fifty. So you're not gonna do that. But there is a level also where it's still a really good ticket to get. It's twenty five bucks. Um, you know, a family of a 4 for 75 or something like that. There's, there's ways and means to, to actually say, hey, what do we want to do here? What's our game here? Do we want to fill the stadium up and look like this is the place you want to be? I mean, I'm not sure that the prices to get into the Australian Open were spread. I mean, there was obviously you could pay thousands and get yourself a centre court ticket. But if you wanted a ground pass on day one, they just want people there. At the Australian Open, they make sure that their ticket prices over the course of the last ten years, supply and demand has dictated. Okay, if we want to get a hundred thousand there on day X, then here's what our ticket price has to be. The 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 algorithm is there for all sports bodies to know exactly how much they need to charge for a full stadium. Uh, they might make it sound as if they uh, don't know, but they know. I think the AFL knows as well. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot to be said for having a full house and you can't get in. Sorry, no tickets left, mate. Um, you should have got in earlier when they were twenty five bucks, but uh, they've been snapped up. And I think that would be the case if you play games at Alberton and, and play games at Merbin. Appreciate your call, Justin. Uh, it's a good topic, good discussion. One three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number. If you'd like to join us one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number if you'd like to jump on that open line, which is brought to us by worry Here. The EV9, you can test drive it today at Warwick here. Midday Mantis is for Work Locker, Karen Downs and Pakenham, or Work for wherever you work. And we're back to your calls for more Midday Mantis After News. Straight back to your calls for Midday Mantis. Dwayne's work for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Back to your calls, Russell, in Reservoir, AFL season, are they wasting Feb, or is this what we want, a Feb, a feb with no AFL? What can you do?
6: Yeah, uh, what we're talking about, extra games and so forth, uh, where each team plays each other twice. Uh, that would certainly, in my opinion, open up more opportunities to take the game all over the place. We could play games in uh, Albury and you know all different uh, major centres, uh, it would certainly open up much more scope, I think. Games, because there'd be so much extra football, I think yeah. games could be lessened, not so much time, and and perhaps ticket prices dropped a little bit, so that uh, the game, you know, could spread much better all over the country. Games could be played in Bundaberg in Queensland and all these bigger uh, population centres to to really bring the game to the people all over all over the country. That's
5: my yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Russell. There are, there's so much scope for the expansion of the AFL even within our shores. I know that everyone wants to go to the US and that's a topic as well for another time but soccer's heading to the US with the World Cup. Cricket's heading to the US. They now have a, a T20-style comp that's luring big-time players. Uh, the NRL wants to get to the US but the scope for expansion even within our... Uh, little country of Australia is still massive. And you're right. You could play at so many different venues. And some of these venues are magnificent. I mean, the AFL is just... The AFL um, redeveloped or developed a venue specifically for football and the gather round in McLaren Vale. So you could play the games there. I mean, there is a specific AFL ground in Adelaide that's not the Adelaide Oval. That's not Norwood Oval, which you could have. That's not Alberton Oval, which you could have. You're, You're spot on, Russell. Hold the line, got something for you as well in Reservoir. You've got 18 holes of golf for you. Animate with a cart. You can get 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just $99. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Peter and Q, Welcome to you, Peter. Yeah, I'd just like to talk about the, the prices. They call it the People's Open. The Australian Open's $973 for the
1: cheapest seat. $973 for the cheapest seat.
5: But again, it's supply and demand, Peter. If you're filling it at that price, then... That's that's the bottom line. I mean, Taylor Swift could charge 25 bucks to go and see her at a concert too, but why would she when she could charge a grand?
1: There's no other event in the world where you'd pay that much. So why call it the People's Tournament then? It's not the People's Tournament. It's the Liberal Party Tournament. That's why they booed Albanese.
5: So that was your end game, was it, just to get that political jab in there, Peter? Um, I, I like, to me, it doesn't matter what political party's in. I mean, supply and demand. If you can charge the price... That you can charge to fill your stadium every day for two weeks it's more than two weeks now the australian open they're doing a lot right so i'm not blaming the government for that peter and i'm not blaming the government or some other conspiracy theory for taylor swift to be able to charge what she's charging people charge what they can charge and it's entertainment whether you want to call it musical entertainment whether you want to go and see moulin rouge, moulin rouge which i went and saw a couple of times uh in the last four months went and saw it twice because it's so damn good you pay the price because you love it. So yeah, it's the same with any entertainment and sport. Is part of the entertainment packages that we've got to buy, and you can choose to go or not to go. And if you chose not to go to the tennis because it was too dear, they probably didn't miss you, given they were full every day. And that's the beauty of where we're at right now. Um, some of these venues and events that we're having in Victoria. I mean, the F1 Grand Prix right now. It's already sold out. You can't get in and they're not allowed to build more grandstands. If they could build three more grandstands and get approval for it, they would, because they'd love to get 150000 in there, but it's capped at 115. We need to take a break. Keep your calls coming on. 307-367-36 is the number. Not sure what an F1 Grand Prix ticket is, but they're probably going to have to put it up next year, given they sold it out within about half an hour of them going on sale this year. Back to your calls and texts next year with Dwayne's World.
2: Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all
3: good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au.
3: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Hey.
5: Fantastic to have your company on Dwayne's World. Great to have your calls coming through. Keep your text coming through. I'll read a heap of your texts out very shortly. We're live from the Sandy Golf Links Club today. Thanks to Callaway Golf. Uh, great to be down here at the Sandringham Golf Links. Thanks to Callaway. The new Paradigm AI Smoke from Callaway is now available. And if you're coming down here today, you can check it out. Thanks to the good people at Callaway Desk down here at the Sandy Golf Links, the Sandringham Golf Club. A couple of texts coming through uh, as I'm watching a few of the Superstars coming through. Uh, Just watching Sammy McClure about to send them all out. Glenn Maxwell and Fev and Tommy Morris and Brett Lee. It's a pretty big day here at Sandy. So drop down and say hello. We're here for a couple of hours. And then Andy and Gazy are broadcasting live from here later on. A couple of texts before we head back to your calls. Dwayne, you knew the one-dayers had lost their spark in 2018 when nine lost the rights to the cricket. Seven didn't want the one-dayers. They took the, the 2020 Big Bash. Yeah, it was a different world back then when Nine had cricket, but, uh, you know, things have moved on, and Pay TV does pay a lot of the bills these days for sports, and they need some exclusivity. Five weeks to go and no AFL tickets available yet. Didn't know that. That's from Margaret. What about those that like to buy their tickets and book hotels and airfares to big games? Frustrating. I didn't realise that, Margaret, that there's no AFL tickets available. If you've got a, a thought on that, if you've been able to buy some or haven't been able to, then send through a text, 043398, Dwayne Rubbish from Peter. 860 is not the cheapest seat. My son and his mate went to Margaret Court Arena for $75, and they had a great day. I think he just had a political agenda the way I read it, uh, given the little stab at the end there about ticket prices. The Australian Open's doing a lot right. Uh, I don't think there's too much they're doing wrong at the moment. Less is more for the AFL, I reckon. I would love a game of footy on every weekend, but I think having the fans absolutely drooling for it to start is how it maintains the passion best. Tanks of Footscray. Thanks for that, Tanks. And you might be right, but the bottom line is also that it just seems like a wasted couple of weeks where yeah, I think we're all drooling for footy kind of in the next week or so. Bring back the Escort Cup on a Tuesday night. Play games at Princess Park, at Park. Bring back the Suburban Footy for the pre-season comp. Well, yeah, absolutely. Princess Park is now available. It's a good venue. I've remodelled it, redeveloped it for the VFL and the AFLW, so There's another ground that's available. Absolutely. Dwayne, do you think Danger wants to play in Feb? Not a chance. The players wouldn't be up for it. They're overworked, as it is, according to them. Pete and Werribee. Well, Danger would like to play in Feb, I reckon, if that's what the playing group wants to do. I mean, he's not the one that decides it. If all the players say, hey, extra money, extra games, yeah, we're in, then they'll be in. Um, Cricket is suffering due to overkill. The AFL need to avoid the urge to overkill. Thank you. Coffs Harbour. Has a first-class venue, Justin in Crescent Head. There's another one that could host games, as well. And again, here no other event that charges high prices, huh? Question mark. The Super Bowl is $8,000 for the cheapest ticket. Yeah, there's a lot of events, sporting-wise, that are charging large ticket prices. I want to read a few more out. Dwayne, if any callers suggest shorter games, please cut them off and block them from calling again. We don't want a reminder of 2020, the most uninspiring, underwhelming season of AFL footy in its history. That's from Dom. Another one here. The problem with one-day internationals is the Big Bash. The One-Day International Triangular One-Day Series it used to be twelve games: Friday, Sunday, Tuesday for a month. I reckon the Big Bash had cut its grass being on every night. Yeah, this you can't. Well, too much cricket, obviously, is what a lot of people are saying on the text. Peter, on one turn. Welcome to you, Peter. Hi. Yeah, you're on the air, Peter. Welcome to you. Uh,
8: I'm an AFL member. And I rang up the AFL on Friday, and they told me the MCG and Marvel for rounds one to six, excluding round four, because that's already been sold, are uh, on sale this Tuesday, the 27th of February. Because they couldn't tell me the other grounds or state that they don't handle them, so they said, so they couldn't tell me.
5: It's good to give that update, Peter. I'm really appreciative of the fact that you've dialed the number, so... Uh I appreciate it. Thank you. And you've got a Brick Lane dining experience for two. This is a huge prize, so it's coming your way. Peter, you'll come up to town for this one. It includes a three-course meal and Brick Lane beers. Brick Lane's One Love Pale Ale is the taste of summer. And if you haven't been to Brick Lane's beautiful venue at Queen Vic Market, drop down and... Have a look. You can drop in for a meal. You don't even have to have a Brick Lane beer. It's a ripper. Need to take a break. Luke in Marimbula will come to you as well. Dwayne's World for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. Find Brick Lane in all the good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans.
2: Brick Lane Brewing, they're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane
3: in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au.
3: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Ooh,
5: Always great to have your company for Dwayne's so World. Straight back to your calls for Midday Matters for Work Locker, and Downs and packing them. work. Where for wherever you work. Luke in Marimbula, thanks for holding. Luke, welcome to you.
1: G'day Duane. how are you mate? Good. That's good, um, just a thought maybe on, could they potentially bring in like a little February preseason State of Origin Carnival like back in the old days, I know it's a little bit tricky with player availability and clubs wanting to work on their match and all that during their training sessions but you know, each state could pick their best 20. They could play like a carnival over three weeks. The other guys that don't get picked and continue to do their match team at club level, I don't know, it's just thought they could use the, the suburban grounds, like you said on the last little bit about using Moorabbin and, and Busy Park and, and Windy Hill and these kind of places to, to stage the games. And, yeah, I don't know, it's just a thought going to try and bring the state of origin field back because I know a lot of people and a lot of callers over the journey always talk about how good it would be to be able
10: to fit that back into
1: the the schedule. Is that
5: yeah. might way. I'm not sure. I'm just on your mm-hmm. yeah. on it's not crazy. Uh just, just putting some footy on in Feb, I think, is not crazy. I think there's a there's an appetite for it in itself and the AFL is leaving that window for everybody else to use when they could be using it themselves to, you know, generate momentum into the main season by doing something. Now it might not be state of origin, it might not be a pre-season competition or a knockout competition, but there's so many different options that would actually work because they'd pull crowds, I'd reckon. Great to have your call, Luke, and we'll send something up to Marimbula for you. I'm not sure uh, what you... Well, we'll get a Dwayne's World T-shirt up there for you. Luke, hold the line and let our producer know how we can get it to you. Dennis in Dingley. Hello, Dennis.
1: Yeah, hi. Look, already, I've already been on the phone this morning to North Melbourne to make sure I verify my barcode. Tickets go on sale tomorrow for the security game uh, through Ticketmaster... Uh, ticket uh, for the game on the 3rd of March. Last two years, I've gone to Arden Street to watch you know, Hawthorne and the Bulldogs. And my, my thought is that the clubs don't want the pre-season cup, but I think it, we had a five-week 32 teams, so you've got your teams for the Sandful, the Waffle. It's a knockout series. And the only thing I'm thinking is that if they offered like a million-dollar bonus for the team that wins the double, then maybe teams will, will want to do it. So that's what I'm thinking.
5: Yeah, you're right. I mean, the million dollar bonus is now offered for the uh, accumulation of premiership points in the AFLW and the AFL combined, and the AFLW worth double points for the new million dollar McClellan trophy system they've got, Dennis. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. There's so many different options, and we're hearing so many now. I'm getting a heap on the text and getting calls like yours through suggesting stuff that should be listened to. Alex and Bo Morris, what can you, Alex. Yeah, how
1: are you, Dean? Now, that guy who said about the Australian Open prices, he's right. The final was, the cheapest was around 900 because we paid it.
5: Yeah, but that's fair for the final, isn't it, Alex, to pay 900 for the final?
1: Well, it's what you've got to pay. I don't know about being fair, but it, is, but it is, but someone rang in and said $75. He definitely paid yeah. the final. He wasn't talking about the outside court. You know, you want to pay $75 to see two no-names, good luck to you.
5: Yeah, but I'm, I mean, that's supply and demand. If you want to pay $1,000 to go and see Taylor Swift, a lot of people would think I wouldn't go and see Taylor Swift if it was free. But if you can charge, I mean, the court, there's only a limited amount of seats. And for a men's final where you're seeing the best player that maybe has ever walked the planet, Novak Djokovic, likely to be in the final, even though he wasn't in it this year. Um, I think it's fair. I've talked about it on this program a lot. I've paid $1,000 to see Bruno Mars. I've paid $1,000 to go and see Jerry Seinfeld in a couple of months. I mean, it's entertainment, so it depends on which entertainment you like. You might be prepared to pay $1,000 to see the ballet. I mean, who knows? If you've seen the best ballet dancers in the world somewhere overseas, you're going to pay the money. It's entertainment, and some are prepared to pay for their specific love more than others. Scott and Sundry, what can you, Scott.
9: Hey, Dwayne, how are you going? Good. Yeah, I had a bit of an idea. Like, you know, we um, struggle to see some of the youngsters that get drafted, um, you know, early in the year, unless they're the, the top tier level and some don't even get a debut at all. Um, I guess my thought for you know, filling that time in February would be something like uh, team players that have been drafted in the last four or five years. Um, teams can put them forward and, and play scratch matches, and we get a bit of an idea of what
5: the future looks like. What do you think? Yeah, so so Scott, all these things like a, an under 23 game or an under 25 game, 16 a team, under 25 game, something like that, they're all options that could be looked at. So the senior players who come back to pre training later don't get involved in that game, but I reckon the fans that go, if you were going to see if it was Morabbin and you had an opportunity to see St Kilda's under-25s versus Melbourne's under-25s. I reckon you'd get a crowd there. So oh, I can't do any more than agree with you, Scott. Really appreciate your call. Uh, Tim in Brunswick East, Are you there, Tim?
1: Afternoon, Dwayne. Uh, yeah, that fellow from Sunbridge sort of stole my uh, thunder. Um, but also, Dwayne, I'm not standing up to complain. That's all I've heard today, so you're not going to get a complaint down to me. Um, <laughs> uh, so so my, my, um, my idea is... Uh, a bit like the uh, All Star NBA game, where the two captains of West and East, if they go into like a draft, so they pick their team. So you get the top forty four players under twenty two in the, in like the AFL listed teams, and you get them. You get to be one coach, you get Danger to be another coach, and they draft. You know, one guy you yep. know, to a toss of the coin, and you know Dusty gets pick one, and then Danger two, and so on and so on. And yeah, have a couple games. You know, in uh, I don't know, wherever, but um, down in Tassie, you know, promote the, you know, uh, the new Tassie team, who knows, but um, it's, yeah, it just, you know, it gets, and it gets people knowing, oh, I didn't know that bloke was on my team, oh, I didn't know, you know, he was a left footer, I didn't know he could make like, a hanger, so they're being introduced to these young players that they didn't know about, and they're being coached by, you know, two of the modern day greats, so, yeah, something like that.
5: Appreciate your call, Tim. Need to take a break for news. We're coming back with more of your calls from Midday Man. It's great to have so many of your calls and your texts coming through. We're live from the Sandy Golf Links, thanks to Callaway Golf, the new paradigm AI smoke from Callaway is now available. We've got a few things from Callaway to give away later on in the program. and. Speaking of Sandy Golf Links, if you drop down here, uh, you won't just see me. You'll see Andy and Gazy who are broadcasting from here a little bit later on in one here. I've heard you call a lot of wrong names, Dwayne, but Dean might be a first. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, yep, Dwayne, definitely no AFL tickets available yet. Trying to organise an estate trip, but want to know if I'm able to attend first. That's from Duna. so plenty of people coming through saying that the AFL tickets are not available yet. Stick around. Great to have your company wherever you're listening to. Midday it's Another hour coming your way for work. Locker, counting downs and packing and Work. Wherefore, wherever you work.
11: told Channel 7 the community is shocked and hurting from the incident.
8: I just want to make sure that we, we, we embrace Violene's family and also as a community for us to be kind to each other. Look out for your neighbour and just support each other through this really tough time.
11: Victoria's police minister has slammed violent protesters who tried to stop officers from joining the annual Midsummer Pride March in Melbourne. Footage of the incident will be reviewed to determine if further action is required. Ben Roberts-Smith is back in the federal court for the start of a 10-day appeal as the soldier attempts to clear his name after last year's defamation loss. He sued over six articles in the Sydney Morning Herald, The Age and the Canberra Times. But the allegations made about him were found by a judge to be substantially true and Australian Kylie Minogue has scored her first Grammy win in 18 years taking home best pop dance recording for her hit Padam Padam.
12: I found out when I was getting ready.
11: SEN.com.au Sport is coming up next. School's back. So remember, to keep kids safe, reduce speed limit supply around schools, slow down and watch out for children crossing the road and around the school bus. A message from the Victorian Government, Melbourne. The Bet365 in Shield Cricket, South Australia resumes its second innings at 2 for 66 on day three of the clash against Victoria, trailing by 49 runs. And in EPL results, Arsenal has blown the title race wide open after a 3-1 win over leaders Liverpool, while Wolves took down Chelsea 4-2, Man United beat West Ham 3-0. Donut King is giving away free hot cinnamon donuts this Wednesday to celebrate the release of Mean Girls. Head into Donut
12: King this Wednesday for your free hot cine. Continue supply.
6: Slow going on the Westgate Freeway in both directions either side of Millers Road. Thanks to ongoing road work, speed and lane restrictions are in place at the moment. Elsewhere, not a bad run around the other major arterials. Bit slow on the Western Freeway though, heading away from town through Rockbank. Multi-stop flights, multi-headaches. Not when you book with our Flight Centre Complex Air Specialist making round the world travel a breeze. Visit flightcenter.com.au to find out more. And Australia takes on the West Indies in the third ODI here at Live Tomorrow on SEN.
9: It's the radio show built for dirt fans. Speedway Nation, slide into the world of dirt track speedway. Wednesday nights on SEN and streaming on the SEN app.
7: Robot Building Supplies. Robots got it and deliver.
4: Robotbuildingsupplies.com.au Your ultimate driving machine awaits you at Essendon BMW. Come meet their expert team today.
11: Cloudy conditions across Melbourne with the slight chance of a shower, an overnight low of 15 degrees. Tuesday's looking partly cloudy, a max of 21. And don't miss Summer Breakfast with Kane Corns and Sam Edmund back tomorrow morning from 6am on SEN.
2: Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au
5: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Well, it's great to have you company. We'll head back to your calls very shortly. Dwayne's World live from the Sandy Golf links. Thanks to Callaway Golf, New Paradigm AI Smoke Family. They're sweeter from every spot from Callaway. You can check out the Callaway equipment if you drop down here to the Sandy Golf Links today. Got a couple of stars in the house, and there's a heap of stars about to tee off shotgun start. Josh Kerr and daughter Sierra Kerr, a couple of surfers, and Sierra just coming off a win at Urban Surf on the weekend as well on the man-made way. So uh, congratulations to you, firstly, Sierra, on your win.
12: Thank you so much. Yeah, pretty often to be here and see how it's, see how it goes.
5: And your dad's with us, and he was a handy surfer top 10 in your day when uh, you were flying?
13: Yeah, exactly. Uh, retired uh, six years ago now, yeah. and yeah, had a good handful of years in the top 10, enjoying the, you know, the tour circuit. It was good times.
5: So, Sarah, do you surf the man-made waves much? Is this a, like a thing that you could make your own? Because you beat, I shouldn't ask your age, but you're fairly young, and you beat open-age competitors on the weekend.
12: Yeah, I'm only 16, so it's good to be able to beat people of any age and even, like, people that were on tour and in the top 10. So I've had a couple heats against those kind of people, and it's always good when you get to beat them because it feels like your surfing's going pretty good.
5: Does this make you feel more confident about surfing against them going forward now? Do you need these wins for your own confidence?
12: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're winning in a wave pool because it's not really dependent on the ocean it's kind of just about your surfing and if you're beating those kind of people it definitely gives you confidence
5: so this is like nascar everyone's in the same car when it comes to urban surf it's not the luck of the wave you choose so in essence this has given you more confidence because everyone was able to ride exactly the same wave and you rode them better
12: (laughs) yeah exactly so um that's pretty good when you think about it like that. It definitely gives you confidence that when you get the waves, you can outsurf anyone.
5: How's she going, Dad? she going okay? Uh, mate.
13: Yeah, she actually put on a pretty dominating performance on the weekend. <laughs> it was, you know, she's given me plenty of proud dad moments uh, in her whole life, yes. let alone just these last few months. She's been on a bit of a tear. And, yeah, uh, it's been so fun to watch just her progression. It's so cool.
5: So you're f- both from up north Australia, but you've been living in California together as a family a few times. Over and back, yeah?
13: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I grew up in Tweed, Kulungata, and then I was 22 when Sierra was born, and when she, oh, she was about three, I was 25, we um, moved to the States where my wife is from for about 10 years, and now in the last... We actually got kind of stuck here during COVID, and we realized how much we loved Australia again, oh. instead of just spending a month or two of a year. We'd, now we're doing more like six to eight months of the year here, and then just getting back to the States just for just to more travel out, out of there for the... Um, second half of the year, because there's a lot more of the tour and events and different things going on that time of year out there.
5: So now that Sierra is this good, does she decide where you live? Where do you want to live, Sierra?
12: Uh, I definitely like Australia more, (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) probably when I get older, it'll be mostly based out here for me, I'm going to guess.
5: Do you want to start some arguments? Uh, Best wave in Australia, where is it? Uh, You can both uh, chime in for this one.
12: Uh, I'm going to say Snapper Greenmount.
5: Yeah, I think I'm with her on that one. Yeah, it's, um, it's home. home and it feels <laughs> good. Yes. Yep. But can you get on? I mean, there's a, there's a million people in the lineup, isn't there?
13: Yeah. I've, I mean, I navigate the lineup pretty well, and I felt like I've given Sierra a good kind of nod on how to do it too.
5: <laughs> Best uh, quiet wave that you wouldn't dare tell anybody on radio about, but uh, you like going there. It's just the the locals will get a bit upset if you mention it.
13: Uh, yeah, I've definitely got a couple down the coast, not too far. You know, that's pretty that's – greatest part about just on the southern end of the Gold Coast. There you go south, it's just little beach towns all the way down, and there's multiple little headlands and little patches of reefs that we don't tell too many people about (laughs) that we really enjoy.
5: Which side of the bay is better here in Melbourne, Do you get down to Bells or Port Campbell, or you you...
13: Sierra actually has never really surfed down Bells or anything. It's actually on our list of things to do this year to get acquainted with that, as it has such like a historic value in competitive surfing that... Mm. With her career trajectory, she'll be surfing out there in no time with a rashi on, so getting mm. equated with waves like that's kind of in the near future.
5: Oh, exciting times. You're about to tee off, so I better let you go. Yep, thank, thank you.
13: you. Yeah, Thanks, thanks for coming. Up to
5: give your sponsors a mention before you go, because I see you've got the, the cap on. I'll leave that for you, because at your age, uh, winning things like Urban Surf, I'm sure they're going to be coming in their hundreds.
12: Yeah, right now I've got Volcom, Red Bull, FCS, Oakley, and Nike.
5: And JS reeled,
12: in JS, yeah, they give me my boards.
5: <laughs> and reeled them off perfectly as well. We'll get that little <laughs> audio clip there. You can send them all to your sponsors. Great to have you in. Good luck today uh, with the golf club in your hand. Yeah,
14: thank thanks.
5: you. Great to have both of you in, Josh Kerr and Sierra Kerr, both having a little run here for Callaway Golf, the new Paradigm AI Smoke family. They're sweeter from every spot. You can check out the Callaway range, and we've got a few things thanks to Callaway to give away. We're live here at the Sandy Golf Links. Thanks to Callaway Golf. Back to your calls. Nick, on the Gold Coast, speaking of uh, up north, uh, you've been holding for a while. Thanks for holding, Nick.
9: No problem. I was just calling
10: up about uh, opening round tickets. They're actually available. They've been available since before
15: Christmas. But um, I had a bit of an issue when I was going to buy tickets. I'm a Richmond member and I have a friend who's a Gold Coast member. And unfortunately, with our two memberships, we can't purchase tickets together and sit next to each other because
10: either, I don't know if it was Ticket Tech or Ticketmaster, who I was purchasing through... Don't allow that. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. So, unfortunately, we can't buy tickets together and sit together unless we
15: don't want to use our memberships and just buy a regular ticket. So, um, I found that quite disappointing because Aussie rules—it's all about mingling with the fans and everyone sitting together, and not not the EPL where you got to separate. So, yeah, a bit disappointed in
5: that. Yeah, Nick, I've had this call before, and I hope the AFL's listening to it because there are anomalies in the ticketing system, or there's a lot of them. But the AFL needs to listen to things like this, especially when it comes to up north. It's a little bit different maybe in Melbourne where you know, Collingwood supporters want to sit with Collingwood supporters. You might not have Collingwood and Essence supporters wanting to sit together. And you know, a game like Anzac Day, it's maybe a bit difficult at the MCG with where your membership area is. But up north and friends and family going to the footy together, that's what grows the game, Nick. So I hope the AFL does have a listen to this. They do tune into the show occasionally and take note of a few things because, I mean, this is the forum for the fans to have their say. This is the forum where the AFL does get a, ch- a chance to actually um, just survey the, the the footy fans out there. And it's a survey every day for me to find out what the fans are thinking. So I really do hope the AFL listens to you. Nick, hold the line. We've got a Dwayne to a tissue coming your way up there on the Gold Coast as well. David in Richmond. Welcome to you, David.
16: Oh, hi, Dwayne. I'm just back from my five weeks in Tassie. Uh, I heard you talking about icks with people when I was down there. Yes. I think you and I have an ick about the stadium. But anyway, I went to a few Jack Jumpers games, and I absolutely loved it. And I think they are red hot at the moment. They've lost 12 games by a total of 55 points. I don't know if you know all the stats about them, but I think they're primed to, to take this out if they can get it right on the day. And you know what? You can't actually get a ticket to the game unless you've got a membership. There's a wait list of 4,000 for that place. And the government's not listening on expanding the stadium, which uh, Larry Kesselman and co. are very disappointed with at the moment.
5: So what are they going to... They they want to expand it, but I don't think any expansion's still going to be enough. Is it, David? Maybe they need a bigger stadium maybe to play in front of. Uh, how many would they put in? If you had... If they were in a final and it was an open venue... You could name how many people you are get in. How many Tasmanians would actually go, do you think?
16: Well, I don't think having a, a, a 30,000, 40,000 football stadium is really great because we saw that with Marvel Stadium. The view angle was terrible. Mm. Actually, what they're considering is you, you've been down to the, the stadium there. It's kind of like half a stadium with a wall, isn't it? Yeah. So the idea is to actually mirror that. It would require moving Elwick Racecourse a little bit out of, to the side or whatever. But they, the... Initially, the idea was six thousand, and that's not really big enough. But then, if you if you double it to that sort of ten thousand seating, um, they think they'll get more interstate fans coming down to watch. Obviously, it's a big tourism place with Mona around the corner, and then you would then have that sort of almost Rod labor size arena for like those sort of smaller music acts, which hmm. everyone wants to get to Tassie, like a Queen or a Sting or something like that. Yeah, there's a thought that. Yeah,
5: there's a thought that. Even for um, the throwdown for the Phoenix and Melbourne United, if Rod Laver Arena was available, not John Kane Arena, Rod Laver Arena was available, and they could reconfigure it for a reasonable price, then they'd sell it out there as well. You'd be able to fill it, 25000 to see a throwdown, or 25000 maybe to see a Melbourne United play a final in the NBL against the Perth Wildcats. And the Jack Jumpers. it might not be crazy to think that in... Six or seven years' time, if the Jack Jumpers make the NBL playoffs, they could actually play in that 30,000-seat stadium that is designed for AFL and cricket. You just don't know how big the Jack Jumpers are going to become because right now they've become really, really big in a short space of time. Great David Call, David, good to be able to talk some NBL with you. Gaze is going to be in a little bit later on. Uh, we'll maybe throw that at him as well. Heaps of text coming through. One on the ticketing as well for opening round. Just on opening round, a quick. Wouldn't mind knowing your thoughts on this. a quick straw poll on it. one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 is the number. So there's an opening round and a round one this year. There's four games in the opening round. Sydney-Melbourne, Brisbane-Carlton, Suns and Richmond, and then the Giants in Collingwood. So there's an opening round, and then a week later is round one where everybody plays. But you're going to have teams playing in round one that have already had a game in the opening round. Will it be an advantage For the teams who play in the opening round that have had a game leading into their round one game against a team that hasn't played yet, will they be sharpened by it? Are we going to be talking about the bye syndrome, teams coming off a bye like we do mid-year after round one? Because there are a few teams that are going to have a game playing against a team that hasn't had a game yet. So the Giants will have had a game when they face North Melbourne in round one. North Melbourne won't have had a game yet. The Suns will have had a game after the opening round, having played Richmond in their game against Adelaide, who won't have played yet. Melbourne will have had a game, playing against the Western Bulldogs, who wouldn't have had a game yet, because Melbourne will be sharpened up by their game against Sydney. And Brisbane, likewise, will have had a game up against Fremantle, who won't have played yet in round one. So your thoughts on that? Will it actually work in favour of the teams that have had a game? Will we be complaining about this, like we do about the bye scheduling, when it comes to the end of round one, 736 736. Quick one on that because we do need to move on. We've got a couple of other guests coming up to have a chat to us about all things cricket. But your thoughts on this all the way to 130. 1300 736 736 if you've got a thought.
2: Brick Lane Brewing.
5: They're doing very
2: tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au.
5: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Will it be an advantage for the teams who play in the opening round to have had a game leading into their round one game against a team that hasn't played yet? They'll be sharpened up by the run shortly. Your thoughts on that? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. because that is exactly what we've got this year with this staggered opening round, round one fixture that we've got. I mean, some teams this year are going to have two buys. That's the way it's unfolded. So it's going to advantage them. In that regard as well, you would think. I mean, the Giants are going to play their second game when they play North Melbourne, who haven't played a game yet. The Suns are going to be playing their second game when they face Adelaide, that won't have had a game yet. And the Bulldogs won't have had a game yet when they play a sharpened-up Melbourne in Round 1, who will have played. And likewise, Fremantle coming into that Round 1 without a game will play Brisbane, who've played the week before. One here from Joe. Definitely disadvantage that my doggies are playing their first game against Melbourne, who would have already played in round zero against the Swans. The only positive for the dogs is that they will be able to study the Demons in a proper game during round zero. That's from J-Dog. Yeah, that is a little advantage they've got. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be... Well, Pat and Brisbane, you got a thought on the fixturing early. Welcome to you, Pat. Great to have you on. Hey.
10: Yeah, how you doing, Pipe? You well? Good. Yeah, good. That's good, mate. Yeah, it's um, yeah, probably. I was just thinking about the opening round stuff and whether it would benefit. Well, I think it would, like, and yeah, I, I think it would. Um, I reckon Brisbane versus Carlton, both you know, pretty good quality sides, predicted to finish kind of top four, top eight. So if they hit out, I reckon it'll do a world of good. And then I think we travel to three over the next week, which is always a tough task. But that run on our legs and that competitiveness and this, the physical nature
5: of the game, I reckon it'll hold us in good good stead. So, yeah. Agreeing with you 100%, Pat. Thanks for your call up there in Brisbane. Good to have you listening on the SEN app. And uh, cheerio to all those people listening around Australia and around the world on the SEN app as well. The issue for Carlton, I suppose, is that at least Carlton and Richmond, who face off each other, well, against each other in round one, both would have played in that opening round. Carlton would have played Brisbane and Richmond Also having a game in that opening round against the Suns. And one here on that. Carlton travel interstate in the opening round and then have to play Richmond. Have also played an opening round. Again, the AFL have thrown the Blues under the bus. Last year, it was Adelaide in the gather round. Well, Carlton has to travel to Brisbane, yes. But Richmond also has to travel to Queensland. So they're both coming back from Queensland. So it's not going to be a disadvantage at all, given that they're both travelling to Brisbane for opening round or Queensland for opening round, or round zero, if you want to call it that. Um, thanks for your text. Things, uh, good afternoon, Pipe. Listening to all the feedback calls from the show on various topics. At the ripe old age of 47, I'm making a footy comeback this year to help my old local club who are struggling for numbers. Would love a Dwayne's World T-shirt. Jamie and Tassie. Uh, Jamie, we'll get one down to you. Uh, thanks for sending your address in, and we'll get a Dwayne's World T-shirt down to you as well. Uh, there's been a few of those that have sent through a a number on the text and an address on the text. They are now available, the Dwayne's World T-shirt, so thanks for your text. Uh, Yes, the AFL is definitely wasting Feb, Dwayne. We should be having the four-week knockout round-robin Ansett Cup competition back with the grand final at the end. I'm agreeing with you on that on all fronts, except for the fact that obviously it wouldn't be called the ANSET Cup. It'd now be the, well, the Rex Cup or the Virgin Airlines Cup with Ansett not around anymore Uh, massive advantage it's going to be for those teams that have played in the opening round or round zero. Thanks for that. Uh, The whole opening round idea is a joke, ridiculous idea. The teams playing early have a huge advantage. Mick, thanks for that, Mick. So there's a few that believe it's going to be a huge advantage as well. Come back to your calls after a quick break. Gazy and Andy, they're just turning up. They're about to get there. Callaway drivers from the good Callaway people, the new paradigm AI smoke driver. They're sweeter from every spot, I'm told. Well, Gaze is about to tee off with one very shortly, so we'll find out from him whether they are sweeter from every spot. And we're live, by the way, from the Sandy Golf Links, thanks to Callaway Golf, this afternoon. John in Portagast is on the line. What are you John? Great to have you on for the first time today. Yeah, hi, Duane. Uh, Good. Just a quick thought, and uh, I watch nearly
1: every ball of that. Uh, you know, I love my test cricket. Yep. I watch nearly every ball of New Zealand, or it's the second arguably maybe nearly a third-string South African attack. But Cain Williamson averages about 55 in Test cricket. I think he flies under the radar because he does not play for Australia, India, or England, uh, one of the big three. But he's a great player, right? I'm, you know, like, um He is a great player. He averages 55. I mean, if the Bradman stands alone and there's, a, there's a, like... Um, Graham Park averages about 60 and a, and a few others 550s, but... I mean, when you read the numbers, the, the, he is... And he seems like a really nice bloke, too. That's, like a lot of those Kiwi lads. So, yeah, it's important. So I think when we go there in a couple of weeks, it could be
7: seen.
5: It's going to be a ripper. Uh, our man, Mitch, is already over there doing the reconnaissance mission. So, yes, we're going to be bringing you that series, Australia v. New Zealand. Can't wait for that to come your way on the station you're listening to now around Australia and around the world on the app. So Australia and New Zealand coming away. Uh, I think Jared Whateley's going to be back from the Super Bowl. One here, Hutchie, How good will the Waitley Dwayne Russell call of the Super Bowl sound? Well, Waitley is going to bring us the Super Bowl this time next Monday. I won't be on this station next Monday because it'll be Jared Waitley's call of the Super Bowl. But uh, it'll be fun to hear Jared calling that. Uh, bring back AFLX. I'm not sure they should bring back AFLX, but at least it's an idea to have something AFL-wise in February. Another one here on the text. It's ironic, isn't it? Tennis, one of the most boring things I've ever seen. It can charge $900 over the one-day cricket, which I would say is a better sport but can't get a crowd. Uh, thanks for that text. It is ironic if you're a cricket lover and don't love your tennis that that's the status as it is right now. Yes, first-round teams will get an advantage and then they will be getting an additional advantage following their early season buy. That's from Ross. So that's what those teams get if you're unaware. So they'll not only get the, the bye week, but they also get the opportunity to sharpen themselves against their round one opponents. So Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Carlton, Suns and Richmond, and the Giants and Collingwood all get a bye early on in the season. A quick break for news. Back with more of your calls. If you'd like to join us, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, The open line number for more Midday Mantis.
4: Midday Mantis for Work Locker, Karen Downs and Packingham. Work wherefore, wherever you work. InPlace Living, specialist disability accommodation supporting independence, choice and control. InPlaceLiving.com.au
11: Making SEN headlines this hour. Two Victorian men have been arrested in Adelaide after Border Force seized almost 140 kilos of cocaine. A 15 year old boy has been charged over the stabbing death of a Queensland grandmother during an alleged carjacking as the hunt for three other men continues. The Federal has dismissed concerns the price of new vehicles may rise from a government plan to cap emissions. And the latest news poll shows a majority of voters support changes to the Stage 3 tax cuts. SEN sports What is coming up next?
7: Mercedes is on now, with savings on demonstrators and three years complimentary scheduled servicing. Visit your local Mercedes-Benz retailer today. Terms and conditions apply.
11: For Bet365 in cricket, Queensland's Ben McDermott has been added to the national squad ahead of the third ODI against the West Indies, following a lower grade hamstring injury to Matt Short. And in EPL, Arsenal is closing the title race gap after a 3-1 win over Liverpool. Wins also this morning for Man United and Wolves, while Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth had a one-all draw.
4: Don't risk your pants. Come down to Alan Mance Kia, 435 Barclay Street, Footscray. The biggest EPL games live every Saturday and Sunday night, live right here on SEN. The new AI smoke drivers from Callaway, sweeter from every spot.
11: Cloudy conditions across Melbourne with the slight chance of a shower, an overnight low of 15 degrees. Tuesday's looking partly cloudy, a max of 21. And don't miss summer breakfast with Kane Corns and Sam Edmund back tomorrow morning from 6am on SEN.
8: Been a few suggestions
5: coming through as to what the AFL could do to own February. One here, well, there was a a suggestion of a under-23 or under-25 game being played. A pipe, the problem with a set of under-23 games is that Geelong wouldn't be able to field a team. Maybe they could play an all-star team of over forties from the Super Rules League. Mark from Eltham, thanks for that, Mark. Keep your text coming through. 0433 98 is the text machine number for 40 Winks. The all-new Temper Pro, T-E-M-P-U-R. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. You can check it out at your local 40 Winks. Straight back to your course. Robin Tarni, it's on the line. Welcome to you, Rob.
1: Oh, hi, Dwayne. How are you going? Good, thanks. Hey, um, I was just thinking about the the AFL for Feb, February. Yeah. Um, not sure how the NBA... You know that in-season tournament the NBA had? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. AFL could do that at the start of the season, but the points go towards the regular season, if you know
5: what I mean. Yeah, yeah. uh,
1: They could have a, yeah, like a nab cup scenario, but make it worthwhile and make it actually count.
5: Yeah, you can have a knockout comp as well where you play a round of a knockout comp or two rounds of a knockout comp before the season starts and then the third round of the knockout comp, say you've got, for example, four teams left. Well, the first time, if Melbourne and Geelong are two of the four left, the first time Melbourne and Geelong play in the home and away season is the next knockout game between those two to get the grand finalist. And the same with the other knockout game. If it's Richmond and Adelaide, well, when do they play? OK, that's the other knockout game. And then at the end of the season or later on in the season when the buy round is on, you might have an opportunity to play the grand final during the bye round. But there are options to have a look at. And I think the NBA proved that with going with that in-season tournament. There's a number of sports that do play in-season tournaments, just to add a little bit extra, and I think AFL fans could do with some extra in Feb. Great to have you call, Rob. Sean in Brisbane, you there, Sean? Yeah, I'm here, Dwayne. Yeah, you got a thought on the advantage or disadvantage of opening round teams playing again their second game in round one, where some don't have a game at all? Yes,
8: I think it's a definite advantage for the opening round teams, unless of course, uh, worst case scenario, Carlton plays and they lose, say, Kurnow and Mackay to injury and they're not available against their opponent the
5: following week. Yeah, that's true. But it could happen in a preseason game as well, couldn't it, Sean? You could have an internal trial and, you know, kerno goes down or Harry Mackay goes down. But you're right. I suppose you could lose a player or two. But you would rather have the game under your belt than not, wouldn't you? I would, yep. i
8: definitely advantaged by playing first.
5: Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I think they definitely got an advantage, and I guarantee you, we'll be talking about it after round one. Oh, what an advantage that was to have had a game under their belt. Shane on the road, you there, Shane?
16: Hey, Duano. Um, just wanted to talk about um, the AFL making February
4: uh, or, or winning February. Yeah. every year they try and make the um, the under eighteen or the AFL draft a big, you know, NFL or NBA style. Of, uh, of TV, you know, um,
17: greatness.
4: But the problem is we don't know who the young players are. So why can't we have all of the and, uh, and under-18 carnival leading into the season? And yes, they'll finish their normal season four weeks earlier than uh, the AFL, but we know leading into draft time who these players are because we've been, we've got to see them on national TV.
5: I would like to see the kids more. I would like to have seen more of Harley Reid play, to be honest. I mean, there's a lot of hype around Harley Reid. I would love to see him. I'm in the Colonel. Sanders is apparently flying at the Bordos. I would love to see him playing this week. So, yes, there's got to be scope to have the younger players who you'd reckon they'd love to play as well, the younger players. The older guys might not want to. The 33-year-olds might not want to run around. The Tom Stewarts of the world might not want to run around. But... I reckon the younger players, let's get a look at Harley Reid this week. Let's get a look at all the young players that have just been drafted in the comp this coming week. I love it. It's a good suggestion, and I appreciate you jumping on the line to give it to me. Dwayne, I like what you're saying. Brisbane can play games at their training base in Springfield. Games can be played at Norwood. I'm sure Perth. They've got some venues that are good enough for AFL in February as well. Chris, not all venues have a cricket pitch in the middle and are tied up with cricket. Uh, still waiting for the AFL membership card to arrive. Dwayne, so there's a few that can't buy their tickets and waiting for their membership cards to arrive. Dwayne, the first four weeks of the AFL could be played during February in my home state of Tasmania. Plenty of underused venues here. That's Martin in Hobart. Thanks for that. Uh, keep your text coming through. 0433 98 11 16. I want to hear, hey Dwayne, uh, went to the piano bar on the weekend and it was rocking. Thanks for that. And another one here from Jagger as well went to the Piano Bar and he said he was going on Saturday night and uh, he went Saturday night and guess what? There was a Dwayneswell t-shirt waiting for him. So well done to you getting down to Piano Bar Ballarat. Hope you're enjoying your t-shirt, Jagger. A break. Back with more of your calls after this, you with Dwayneswell.
9: The Global Game with Simon Hill and Alex Brosk is your home for football every Tuesday night from 8pm. I'm
5: utterly baffled that players who play in some of the big leagues of Europe are surprised that people have an opinion. I find it all Rather strange. It's the national team. Of course, people are going to have opinions.
9: The Global Game with Simon Hill and Alex Brosk for Paramount Plus. The A League is where stars are made. Every round, every game, live only on Paramount Plus.
17: Hi, Bank. Hi, I've got
11: an investment property and I was... Ooh,
17: fee 504. I smell the money of an investor.
11: (laughs) Okay, well, I'm looking for an investor home loan with a decent rate. Oh,
17: we don't do those.
11: Investor home loan. No,
17: decent rates. We prefer indecent rates for investors.
11: Go to athena.com.au for no fees, split loans, 100% offset and extremely decent investor rates. Athena, love us and leave us government charges and qualifying criteria apply.
2: Own a caravan, campervan or motorhome? With Camplify, you can safely rent it out when you're not using it to help pay for that next adventure or project around the house. Listing is free and simple.
9: Visit camplify.com.au and find out why it pays to share. When it comes to getting runs on the board, nobody beats MEGT. So if your business is looking to sign up an apprentice or trainee for 2024, call the experts on 13MEGT or visit MEGT.com.au at harvey norman get
6: 48 months interest free no deposit finance from latitude financial shop in store shop online
5: shop with 48 months interest free no deposit no interest with 48 monthly repayments shop furniture and bedding the latest technology in laptops tvs fridges and cooking appliances plus carpet flooring and more 48 months interest free from latitude financial now at harvey norman t's and c's fees charges and product exclusions apply participating latitude credit cards only new customers must be approved minimum finance amount 750 dollars When you're en route to adventure
3: Are we there yet?
5: And your family needs to breathe easy Be RICO
16: ready When the road ahead is long And you need to deliver Be RICO ready When you're out in the bush And you need superior protection Be RICO ready we constantly adapt our filters to perform under the toughest Australian conditions so you can be RICO ready for anything. Next time you need your filters changed, ask your mechanic for RICO.
6: From country to city, Ringers Western takes you there. Doesn't matter where you are, you can stand out and make a statement. Because when you wear one of their iconic work shirts, durable boots or premium cowboy hats, you will be an icon of the Outback from head to toe wherever you go. So... Make a statement with Ringers Western, your one-stop shop for rugged style and unbeatable quality.
7: Visit them today at Ringers Western DFO Melbourne
6: or visit ringerswestern.com. What's better than creme brulee? A creme brulee iced coffee. Rich espresso poured over ice with a hint of caramelised sugar and custard flavours topped with crunchy toffee crumb. Try it at McCafe today. Available for a limited time at participating restaurants.
11: Hi, I'm Melanie. And I'm learning about our Australian warning system. Let's learn together. Hmm, okay. There are three warning levels, and they are the same, for bushfires, floods, storms and extreme heat. Easy! You'll be given an action statement that tells you exactly what to do in an emergency. In a storm, advice could be stay informed, watch and act could be prepare to take shelter, and an emergency warning could be shelter indoors now. Okay, we can follow that. Download the Vic Emergency app or visit emergency.vic.gov.au and get to know our warning signs today. Authorised by the Victorian Government, spoken by Melanie Zanetti.
1: Welcome aboard. We kindly ask all passengers to fasten their seatbelts.
7: Uh, Preparing for departure. Uh, Dad.
1: Recline with three
11: rows of comfort. Indulge in seamless, convenient tech and let a five star ANCAP safety rating give you extra peace of mind. For a limited time only, enjoy a $2,000 factory bonus. Visit your nearest showroom today, the Hyundai Palisade Luxury SUV. Welcome to first class. Imagine that, Hyundai. The biggest English
7: Premier League games are live every Saturday and Sunday night, plus every Tottenham game live right here on your home of sport,
4: SEN. The all-new SEN app. Download it today and listen anywhere, anytime.
2: Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au.
5: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Ooh, Straight back to your calls for Midday Madness, 1300 736 736. I wouldn't mind hearing from you some crazy stuff happening in the world of cricket in the last week, you don't appeal for handled ball, do you? I mean, that's an unwritten rule of cricket, that you don't appeal for handled ball when the batter is doing the right thing and picking up a stationary ball and throwing it to the keeper or throwing it to first slip so they don't have to come in and pick it up. Surely that's an unwritten rule of cricket. You don't appeal for handled ball. And the, the you don't man-cat, I suppose, is another unwritten rule that's been there in cricket. There's a lo- number of unwritten rules in sport... I was watching the NBA on the weekend, and players blocking shots in the NBA. So the buzzer's sounded, and it's already quarter time, and the player with the ball just wants to get his eye in, throws up a three-point shot, and someone blocks it. Doesn't want him to get his eye in after the buzzer, so blocks it. Is that an unwritten rule in the NBA, that you don't put a shot up after the buzzer, after the whistle, to get your eye in? Because it seems like those from the opposition teams Absolutely hate it. And here at the golf too, by the way, at the Sandy Golf Links, there's one in golf probably. There's a few in golf, but you don't move in a putting player's peripheral vision. If you've got a if you've got an unwritten rule in sport, then jump on the line one 736 736 because there are so many unwritten rules in sport, and we're seeing a few of them exposed in the last couple of weeks, especially in the world of cricket. I mean, even bowlers coming off for a slushy after their spell on a hot day when the batters have to stay out there. It's a, that's been an unwritten rule for a long time, but it seems like the Aussies were pretty happy to do it against the West Indies here in a hot summer. Brett Phillips has been good enough to join us before we return to your cause. He might have an unwritten rule in the world of tennis. So, Brett, great to have you on, by the way. Uh, thank you, Dwayne. Nice to chat, as always. Is there an unwritten rule in the world of tennis that you can bring to our attention? I mean, is there is there... A, I mean, surely we're going to have to bring in a rule with how many times you can bounce the ball before you serve it. Oh, well, <laughs>
7: that's the top of my list, mate. <laughs> Don't bounce it at all. Bounce it once. That'd be nice. I close my eyes and I think of Roger just stepping up to the uh, service line there. Bang, bang. A couple of bounces. That's all he needed. Up into his service motion, poetry in motion. That's, that should be the written rule.
5: What's on the the first serve tonight from 8 o'clock to 10 p.m., two hours, Australian Eastern Daylight Time. What have you got on tonight?
7: Yeah, look, the week after the Australian Open, uh, we all sort of take a little breath, but not really. I mean, the tennis tour just rolls on. Just been sort of taking in all the Davis Cup qualifiers from the weekend. And we know Australia's already through to the group stage because they were runner-up last year. So they don't play till September. But, gee, you know, uh, Argentina at home, they've probably got the best Davis Cup fans in the world, and you've got Chile and Peru. In Latin America, it still means a lot to get those uh, local home ties uh, where the passion is quite unbelievable. So, yeah, full wrap on that. Uh, Omar Jaseka is going to be on the program uh, tonight. Now, Omar did a great job to qualify for the Australian Open uh, back in January. He's just won down in Burnie, uh, which is their little Australian Open down there for a couple of weeks, uh, Dwayne, on the northwest tip of Tassie. And... Uh, he's a he's a good story. He's had a lot of adversity, uh, in, in amongst being a you know a junior Grand Slam champion at the US Open in singles and doubles. But he might be set for his best year yet, so uh, he'll be a special guest. Um, yeah, there's a lot to take in, a lot of winners and losers from the weekend. Just what I want you to you know from a women's point of view this year. Elena Rostopenko, uh, she won her second title after winning in Adelaide. Start the year. I mean, I think I think there's another Grand Slam in her. She won a French Open at 19, and then obviously a lot of notoriety, you know, and sometimes negative, positive, that the pressure was on her. And I think she's coming back to maybe being a Grand Slam champion again. Uh, she absolutely belts the uh, living, you know what, out of the tennis ball. <laughs> and sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not. But when it's good. It's destructive, so yeah, she's one of the winners across the weekend.
5: Big two hours, first serve. SEN tonight, eight o'clock till ten. Brett Phillips joining us, so make sure you're with Brett Phillips tonight if you're a tennis fan or just a fan of good radio. Brett Phillips, thanks for your time. We'll talk soon. Back to your calls, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Nick in Moonda's got an unwritten rule in soccer. Welcome to you, Nick. Yeah, good Duane. Um, actually, don't
8: mind it. I like it. So uh, you know, when
1: one of your injured players is out or down on the ground, uh, the other team will kick the ball out intentionally. And then it's up to the team whose player they've actually protected to throw the ball back to them as opposed to, you know, playing on.
5: Love it, Nick. You're absolutely spot on. That's exactly what I'm talking about. A lot of sports have them, and that is one of the best that we've got in the world of soccer. And for being the first one on the line with that one, you've got three tickets to the Beer Fest at Katani Garden, St Kilda on Saturday, 24th of February, coming away. Get your tickets at www.beerfestivals.com.au. Unwritten rules in the world of sport. Uh, one here, Hi Dwana. Always remember sport has and always will be a reflection of our society and where it's heading. Milo in Gambia, SA, and uh, in Mount Gambia, SA. And you're probably right on that. I mean, there are a number of things that happen in sport that is just out of respect. You don't do that. But there is a couple that believe he shouldn't have picked that ball up, by the way. Uh, One here from Pat. The easiest thing is just to not handle the ball and you won't get given out. Same as the non-striker. Don't leave your crease early and you won't get run out. It's pretty simple. I'm sick of athletes and fans picking and choosing which laws are okay and which laws are frowned upon. That's from Pat. Unwritten rules in sport. Jump on the line, 1300 736 736. Got a Dwayne's World T shirt up for grabs, and we'll take your calls all the way up to two o'clock. Dude,
8: a sweet Duncan
2: Thompson Extension. And-
7: Including sprint cars,
3: sedans, and heaps more. And you can watch all the action live on clayperview.com or download the Clayperview app today.
2: Hey, you. Right now, you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain, that's inside your head, that's on top of your body, are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus Radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now.
7: Razorback 4x4 make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, giving protection like no other. And you could win a $500 e-voucher by telling us in 25 words or less why you'd love some Razorback 4x4 products for your next adventure. Enter at
4: iCanWin or sen.com.au. This is Ben Reid. Are you planning to sell your home and want to know confidently what your property's worth and which agent you should choose? Talk to an Ian Reed vendor advocate first. Within 72 hours, we'll have three top-performing local agents
18: inspect your home. We'll analyse and compare their Proposals and help you select the best person for the job without any additional cost. Take the stress, legwork, and uncertainty out of selling your home. Visit ianreed.com.au. Ian Reed Vendor Advocates.
11: Go on, ring us.
9: Getting away for a weekend with family and friends, switching off and hitting the road. That's the quintessential Aussie holiday. And to get you traveling, the big brand's Better Buy Sale at Tyre Power has you covered for tyre safety. You can buy three and get one free on selected Falcon, passenger and SUV tyres. Plus, the free five-minute tyre safety check offers tremendous peace of mind. To find your Aussie-owned local independent tyre power dealer, visit tyrepower.com.au.
16: The biggest English Premier League games are live every Saturday and Sunday night, plus every Tottenham game live right here on your home of sport, SEN.
2: Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au.
3: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell.
5: Right back to your calls. Unwritten rules in the world of sport. If you've got one, 736 736 is the number, and we'll get you on before two o'clock. 1300 736 736. Quite a few coming through on the text machine brought to us by 40 Winks and Temper. T E M P U R. Temper, the all new Temper Pro. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper mattresses like no other. Um, unwritten rule is uh, in soccer. Quite a few. Coming through on that, when someone's injured, the opposition purposely kicked the ball out. That's from Rob. We had the caller earlier on on that. Um, unwritten rule wicketkeeper doesn't run out the batter when the over has clearly ended. So there is that unwritten rule. I knew that would come our way. In the Tour de France, unwritten rule is if you're leading at the second last day, uh, you're the unofficial winner. And on the last day, you get to enjoy the ride on the final leg um, without anyone passing you, Paul. And that has become a bit of a frustrating part of the Tour de France, but it is an unwritten rule. You're right. Uh, one here involving David Hooks. He hit Greg Matthews' warm-up ball to the boundary once. Greg Matthews rolled his arm over with a little warm-up ball, and Hooks, he stepped into it and hit it over the fence. Um, and it's a bit the same as what happens in the NBA. I mean, if someone's putting a shot up after the buzzer just to get their eye in from three-point territory, you want to flick it out. You put your hand up inside the hoop if you want to, and make sure he doesn't get his eye in by seeing it drop through. So uh, I love it. And thanks for your nomination on that David Hooks, Greg Matthews smack of the warm-up ball. Uh, no screaming or yelling when you hit the ball in tennis uh, makes women's tennis unwatchable. Well, it's an unwritten rule that's been broken over and over and over again recently. Unwritten rule in sport, don't go to a public school if you want to get drafted. Uh, thanks for that little uh, extra edition, unwritten law, nothing good happens after 2am at night in nightclubs. Thank you, uh, keep your text coming through, 0433 98 1 here. The man cad I can live with, as the non-striking batsman is trying to get an advantage leaving the crease early, but appealing for handling the ball in an under-19s tournament when the batsman's just trying to hand the ball back to you, that's just not cricket. Dwayne, uh, heaps of text coming through on all of this. Um, Dwayne, it depends on the situation. There was no reason for that batsman to pick the ball up. Well, he was just being friendly, I suppose, but it um, serves you are right for being nice. Uh, there's no new... or uh, well, Ronnie and Bendigo's one for us, and I'll read this one out um, as well. Uh, well, one here from Martin as well. I'll get to that very shortly, but a couple of texts coming through. Uh, on O four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen, just glitching at the second. So, I'll get to you shortly, Ronnie and Bendigo. In the meantime, welcome to you, Ronnie. G'day,
17: Dwayne. Hope you had a great weekend. Um, I did. In, uh, in the in the basketball, where you're leading by a considerable margin, what really gets up um, opposition teams is when the winning team has the final possession and they don't uh, run out the clock when they obviously try and score more. And um, it's a bit of a faux pas to keep trying to pile on more misery when it's the last possession. They tend just to gets up the uh, opposition noses when you try and score a game rather than
5: run out of the clock. Yeah, spot on, Ronnie. So for those that don't know what we're talking about here, you you already lead by 10. You've got the ball. There's eight seconds left. You dribble it up the court. You just waste the seconds as opposed to trying to add another three points to the score or add a three-pointer to your tally. There's a few that punt on games that don't like the dribble out of time, though, isn't there, Ronnie? Oh, absolutely,
17: man. And, and, look, one of the most recent ones was Giannis and sent to was one short of getting a triple-double, so he yes. put up a little faux shot that was never going to go in, but it was his, ex- his last rebound in an edge for his triple-double. So um, I think it was where the players would have been happy that he did that to get his triple-double. So,
5: so the one I, one I saw in the NBA a couple of weeks ago is that the guy who put the shot up after the buzzer was actually fouled fairly heavily by the guy just stopping him, virtually saying, no, no, you don't put a shot up after the buzzer on me, and he, he fouled him fairly hard. So, do you mind that? Do you reckon that would happen in the world of AFL after quarter time, if someone decided to run on after quarter time and have a shot at goal, and you barreled straight through him? How would the AFL treat that?
17: Oh, look, I think there's got to be a little bit of common sense, Wayne. But yeah, I, I think you'd be you'd, you'd get the uh, the chorus of boos for the rest of the quarter. <laughs> um, and, you know, play fans don't forget, but sometimes the players do. Probably depends on the the degree of maliciousness, I guess. But yeah, um. Yeah, but
5: anyway, all's so good, good to have you, call, Ronnie, nice to have your contribution from Bendigo. Hold the line. We'll get a Dwayne to a t-shirt up to you in Bendigo. If you've got an unwritten rule in the world of sport, or you've seen it happen at your local level, one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number if you'd like to join me. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Still a big hour to come live from the Sandy Golf Links. Thanks to Callaway Golf, the new Paradigm AI Smoke from Callaway is here, and we're live. From the Sandy Golf Links, Sandy and gazia are broadcasting live Once so I'm done and dusted in about an hour from now. Dwayne's word for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. You can find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. And it's great to have Athena on board. Uh, quite a few ticks coming through on tickets not being available yet for the AFL. Some ticks are available. Already have tickets to the Melbourne-Sydney game. Uh, and thanks for that coming through. So you can get tickets for the opening round, I understand, on the text, but not for round one just yet. Uh, Dwayne, less is more with the AFL. I don't see the NFL changing their season anytime soon, Simon. Well, the NFL season's grown as well. It just hasn't grown in the last couple of years, but it has grown, I mean, three or four or five years ago. They just kept adding games to the NFL season. Um, Enough about cricket. Give us more footy, for heaven's sake. Thank you for that. Uh, there will be plenty more footy coming your way in the coming weeks. Don't worry about that. But we are broadcasting live the Australia New Zealand series. And I'm off air at 2 o'clock tomorrow for the last of these three one-dayers. Uh, teams that play the opening round could get injuries. There's quite a few of those coming through as well. So maybe it's not such an advantage to play. Uh, Dwayne, AFL players want their 11 weeks off every year to play golf. Playing footy in February would disrupt that lavish lifestyle. I I reckon if there was coin on the end of it, they might be okay with it. Uh, Dwayne, one day cricket is dying. Cricket Australia almost assisting the death. Ticket prices, team selection, scheduling, and no games on free to wear. It's hard not to see why that form of the game is on the ropes. Thank you. Greetings, Dwayne. Great show. Interesting. How does starting the AFL in February allow every team to play each other twice? Pete, well, you'd start the games in February, so start the games a month earlier and finish the games a month later. So instead of having your grand final last day in September, it would be the last Saturday in October. Thanks to all of you sent through text. It's a little big hour to come, so keep your calls and texts coming. Midday Matters for Work like a Karen Downs and packing them work Workwear for wherever you work.
2: Brick Lane Brewing, they're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au Dwayne's
3: World
5: with Dwayne Russell. Always great to have your company for Dwayne's World, Dwayne's World for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. You can find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Going to be talking some cricket very shortly and going to be talking some golf. Quite a few unwritten rules in sport coming through as well. Keep them coming. 0433 4 98 11 16 Dwayne, games in the NBL. NBA not done to the final whistle or siren goes. I'm all for hitting a three at the end of the game. So there's one who thinks they should keep throwing up the scores, uh, even if you're 10 up with eight seconds left. You don't just dribble it out. Uh, Dwayne, there is uh, unwritten law, you always cheer a nude streaker. Thanks for that. So, there's a few coming outside of the real world of sport. Um, Dwayne, I still reckon the AFL stuffed up by moving the AFL W season back as it used to fit in well with the end of the cricket and Friday nights at the Norwood Oval for the Crows and the Women's. It worked there. I reckon the AFL is probably going to move the AFL W season back to be side by side with the AFL itself soon. So, I think that's going to happen. Uh, unwritten rule in baseball. No stealing in baseball if your 10 runs up. Doesn't go down well with people who do it. Uh, thanks for that as well, Andrew, in Winter Valley, wherever that is. Uh, hi, Dwayne. Batsmen don't run overthrows when the ball hits one of them. Daryl on the Central Coast. I appreciate that on the Central Coast as well. Daryl, thanks to all of you sent through text. Matt Sullivan's been good enough to join me from Callaway. We're here, by the way, at the Sandy Golf Links, thanks to Callaway Golf, the new paradigm AI smoke from Callaway is here. I haven't hit a ball with it just yet because as I was just talking to Matt during the break, I actually escaped the cult of golf. I was able to get away from it about 25 years ago and haven't played again because I'm fearful that I'll like it. Uh, Matt, great to have you here by the way. Good to be here at the Sandy Lynx.
14: Thanks for coming down. We really appreciate the support.
5: So tell us about this new driver because there is always a better driver, a newer driver and The technology race is huge, and uh, this thing, they tell me, has got a bigger, wider sweet spot than any other?
14: That's correct. We did an amazing job this year. Last year we had the Paradigm driver, which was super successful, heaps of wins on tour, really great selling driver, and the performance was amazing. Um, This year, through the AI technology, we plugged in data that we had from consumers at clubs and how they swing, and we asked the supercomputer to um, come up with how the... Best performing face could be for each player type, mm. and the performance uh, so far has been outstanding. We're having wins on tour already, and um, all the feedback from the consumers that have hit it is they're uh, absolutely loving it. And
5: given how many people were here earlier on clamouring for a new drive, I think you had Brett Lee, you've got Fev down here, you've got uh, I think Glen Maxwell's
14: here playing as well. You've got a long list of luminaries that have come down to have a little play today. Well, there's no doubt golf's uh, the sport of the of the day, and um, a lot of the Uh, professional athletes like to play golf in their spare time and we love to have them part of the family.
5: So I'm a bit like a bloke who stopped drinking going back to the pub because I'm I'm here at the moment watching all the seeing how beautiful the greens are and you can smell the grass and so excited the faces are you're always you're always excited uh, before you start your round when you've had a seven at the first you're probably not so excited but it looks like it's going to be a good afternoon for all of you guys and girls that have come down.
14: Yeah, no, we definitely got lucky. Yesterday's weather probably wouldn't have been ideal for today. Um, And there was a few spots of rain earlier, but, uh, yeah, it looks like we're going to have a great day. The, uh, The guests are out there having a go around the eight different challenges we've got today, and then... This afternoon from 6 o'clock, the public are welcome to come down on the driving range and test it all out. So people
5: can come here, and if they want to have a try this driver, they can come here this afternoon and do it.
14: Yeah, 6 to 8, we'll have uh, the public on the range, and uh, all our custom fitters from around Australia will be here to help them out.
5: And some balls as well, the Chrome Tour balls. I presume you'll be able to hit your balls and have a bit of other Callaway product uh, for you to test out?
14: Absolutely. New Chrome Tour golf ball, super exciting. Just came out um, on Friday. We've already had some wins on tour with it. Whole new uh, tech story, um, really good aerodynamics and super greenside control, and the tour players are loving it, and um, I'm sure the member golfers are going to love it too.
5: I'll let Andy and Gazi fight for the driver. I won't hit a ball with it because I know I will like it, and then I'll I'll become addicted again. So thanks, but I, will, I might put one of your jumpers on because it's freezing down here. Yeah, I reckon it would have been good yesterday in the... A bit too hot, do you think, yesterday? A
14: L- little too hot, especially for this Kiwi, so...
5: <laughs> true. Absolutely. Hey, great. To have- you got a lot of celebs here. So who else is down here playing, by the way? Oh, Are you allowed probably- to say their names? Because you've the sort of... A few of them sort of slipped in through the back door.
14: Yeah, there's a bunch of different um, different sports athletes from all over the yeah. all over the country, so it's pretty cool.
5: There's a few cricketers that would rather be golfers, isn't there?
14: Yep. Uh, cricket and golf seem to go hand in hand, <laughs> that's for sure. Great to have you in, Matt, and uh, thanks for of- for the invite to come down
5: here to the Sandy Golf Links. Thanks to Callaway, the new paradigm AI smoke from Callaway is here. And you can come down here yourself a little later on and give it a try. Back to your calls after the break. 1-300-736-736. You with Dwayne's World, live from the Sandy Golf Links.
2: Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things find brick lane in all good bottle shops
4: athena will help you pay down your home loan faster visit athena.com.au
5: dwayne's world with dwayne russell Ooh, so let's get it officially from the main band andrew has wandered in because we are at the sandy golf links thanks to callaway golf the new paradigm ai smoke family they're sweeter from every spot from callaway it's been talking about the unwritten rules in sport and whether you dribble it out 10 seconds left and you're 10 points up. Do you mm-hmm. dribble it out? Yes. Or do you put a shot up, Casey? Welcome to you.
18: Good afternoon, Dwayne. It's a delight to be here. Uh, no, you don't dribble it out in my view. Yeah. Uh, in the United States, it's a little bit different because the, the percentages aren't as relevant when you're playing an 82-game season or in your, you're in the college ranks. The margins don't always come into play. So they believe that, that it's uh, it's a bit of an insult. You're rubbing your nose in your opponent. Yeah. a bit disrespectful if you do it over there. But to me... Here in Australia, in many parts of the world, in the Euro League, percentages and points differentials mean everything. Melbourne United last year, one bucket, yep. I think it was, cost them a place in the playoffs. So here you should, uh, I say, play it out no matter what. Plus. Now this is where self-interest
5: kicks yeah, in. I like
18: it. This is where no greater interest than self-interest. But when I was with the mighty San Antonio, oh Spurs, you got the Spurs T-shirt on. And I've got t T-shirt, the t-shirt just coincidentally. Came, got the, no Callaway gear for you today? Didn't not, you just, Not at this point in okay, time. But right. I um, there's another organisation that provides a few okay, uh, benefits to okay, me anyway. Nice. But um, uh, when I was in the NBA, I was a scrub. So I'm twelve man Don't coming on. Don't ever scrub, use that. Uh, scrub, coming in there in junk time. Yeah. And then you might get the tap on the shoulder three minutes to go, and you think, geez, I'm going to get some burn here. Yeah. You sit in the sidelines. The referees put away the whistle, for starters, because they're trying to get out there, so they don't call no fouls. Eventually get in there with a minute 20, and then you get one possession because you're not allowed to go and score because you're up by – I was a 40-point player in the NBA. Only on it for a 40 up or 40 down. So, so when you eventually get out there, they wouldn't let you They wouldn't let you score. So, that oh, was always disappointing. I don't get why it would be insulting. Just play it out. And for, for whether the players that don't get to play too much get to play a normal possession. doesn't make
5: sense. The fans want to
18: see it as well, I would have thought.
5: Well, I'm glad you clarified that for me. To clarify right. one more thing. If a bloke, the buzzer's yes. gone and Buzz. the bloke wants to put a three-point shot up just to get his eye in, you're allowed to block it. Are you allowed to foul him? Well, wow, that's an interesting... You know
18: what they mostly do, though? They'll have the big fella under the rim... Yeah, and he'll stick, stick his goal head up the middle Yeah, and yeah, won't yeah. let it go in, so you don't yeah. feel that, that confidence. But I, I think you're allowed to give him a little nudge. Yeah. Just a little one, just to say, hey, 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 just block it. Absolutely you are. But you don't want to... Like anything, you don't want to go over the top. You don't want a hard foul, eh? No, no hard foul when the right. s- when it's a dead ball. <laughs> well, <laughs> but if he's going to be arrogant yeah. enough to put the shot up...
5: I don't want it to happen.
18: Well, that is—that's a very valid point. But like I said, if you can't do it in a sporty way, mm. then perhaps you know, get big fella. Hey, okay. can you golf ten that for stick me? Stick
5: his hand up in the yeah, middle of the ring. That's the way. Good to have you, Gazzy.
18: I can't wait. We're on at three.
5: You and Andy are on at three. I'm I'll let you go and have a couple of hits with the driver. In the meantime, Stephen O'Keefe's been good enough to join us. Former Australian spinner going to talk some. Well, it was a pretty good performance by a couple of the Aussies yesterday. I mean, they really turned it on. One of the main men, well, the main man, was Sean Abbott. A little bit of Sean Abbott from the highlights and then Stephen O'Keefe to talk about it. You at Wainsworth, here's Sean lighting it up yesterday.
14: Full of pitch, Abbott has a big dig
4: at this. Has it gone the whole way? Yes, it has. Sean Abbott delivers with a six. And a timely six it was too. If they want to post a, a bigger score than what they would be aiming for at the moment well abbott has aimed for the members and he's got there joseph into abbott he just chips it back over the bowler's head he'll pick up a single that's your half century zampa scampers back for a second good running good batting and a timely innings from sean abbott shepherd with abbott waiting swinging full toss got it straight out of the screws and over the fence second ball slower delivery Probably a bigger hit. It's high in the air. Back-to-back sixes for Sean Abbott. Here's Abbott full, nicked, caught behind by Inglis. And Sean Abbott, as he's done so many times
7: of this ground for New South Wales and the City Sixers, he strikes for Australia. Oddly's got to go for eight. Sean Abbott comes in from the Paddington end. Edged and taken by Josh Inglis. Carty the main man at the first match at the MCG, Sean Abbott, he now has two for 15 in his sixth over. So two balls remaining, nine overs after this one. Oh, that's an unbelievable catch. Goodness me, Cameron Green, he's been doing it in the gully all summer. That one pushed off the hip by Roston Chase, it looked like it was going to long on for a single and it's full legs low to his left that is an unbelievable
18: catch Um, george called me probably a week or two ago Um, obviously nathan ellis had a sore rib so um yeah knew about a week before i was coming into the squad so um switched from the red ball to the white ball pretty quickly and pulled my length back a little bit in the nets um but yeah i didn't have much time to think about it which probably worked in my favor and um i had good reassurance from the selectors that i was going to play one maybe two games as well so that all sort of helps to settle the nerves and
5: um yeah, great to to get out there tonight. So there was plenty to like about yesterday. Stephen O'Keefe's been good enough to join him, part of the SEN one day international broadcast of that win by Australia over the West Indies. There was a lot to like about it. Steve, welcome to you. Great to have you back on, by the way. Good afternoon, Dwayne. It was an absolute pleasure to be
15: out there last night at the SCG. It was a beautiful night um, and what was a pretty indifferent batting display by the Aussies. Well, it was backed up beautifully in the field. We just uh, heard the Sean Abbott highlights. He was so impressive. Um, Back-to-back 50s for him, three wickets with the ball and two really good catches at mid-off. So just showcasing his all-round abilities.
5: So was it good that we got to see a couple of other guys like, I mean, Jake Fraser-McGurk wasn't out there all that long, but we are getting to see some other faces. I mean, it's not all about Steve Smith or what Marnus does. It's about what some of the other guys can do.
15: Yeah, I, I agree, Dwayne. I, I mean, it would be a great team that you could walk into, you know, knowing that they're World Cup champions. And you know, we're talking about it last night, you've got Will Sutherland coming in. He might have had a bit of nerves. Um, you know, with his bowling efforts, but he looks to his right. He's got Josh Hazelwood there who's chatting to him every ball. He's got Marnus Lubbershane in the ring and he's got Steve Smith in the covers. So, you know, really impressive performance by him. Jake Fraser mcgurk well, you know, that was an absolute blitzkrieg at the top of the (laughs) order. Um, Hit one a long way back into the O'Reilly stand, punched one down the ground for four and then nicked one off. So, yeah, look, I think that's a sign of, things to come, you know, I think that might be the way that Australia goes about playing white ball cricket um, afford the luxury of having a guy in there who can go about their business basically with no fear, it's super entertaining Um, so I think we will see more of Jake Crazy McGurk and of course a couple of nights ago we saw Xavier Bartlett on debut take four wickets, he was rested for the SCG game but You know, three guys who have been doing really well domestically, have earned their opportunities, um, you know, and are walking into a a World Cup champion winning team. So really good environment for them to uh, start out their international careers.
5: So is this the new sneaky entry into the test team as opposed to, well, Sheffield will always be an entry system. But if you've got guys like, well, Jake Fraser-McGurk admitted on SEN, what, a week ago that he wants to play... Test cricket for Australia. Will Sutherland obviously wants to. So if you can perform in the 50-over format or whatever format you get a chance to play for Australia, that's your entry in if you can deliver.
15: Yeah, look, I mean, there's been a few players where it's been sort of a double-edged sword. They've gone off and played P20 cricket, one-day cricket, and haven't afforded the luxury of playing red ball cricket. Ashton Agar's one at the moment who finds himself unlucky not to be in a WA side because he's been playing too much white ball cricket. Um, But you can't underestimate doing well at international level. So, you know, if you're scoring runs uh, at the top of the order for Australia in white ball cricket, one-day cricket against international teams, then the selectors will be looking at you closely. Aaron Finch, um, you know, had a great red ball career, but got into the test side on the back of some one-day form um, and played, you know, a handful of tests. So, yeah, I think these guys, if they can show that they can handle that pressure and that situation... And I certainly think it converts. And, you know, Will Sutherland's one to watch out for. He's a great leader at um, Victoria, captain there. Um, great bowling attributes. Uh, was in a handy partnership with Sean Abbott at 57 on debut and took a good catch. So, yeah, there's some exciting young players that are, that are coming through. It is a bit of the changing the guard, as you said. It's not just Steve Smith and Marnus Lubbershane. Australia's going to have to have one eye on the future. And uh, fortunately uh, for Australian cricket and the selectors, there's a lot of good, young, talented
6: players out there.
5: So, not everyone is in love with the one day internationals, and not everyone's in love with them in feb. So should we be looking at the glass half full though, and it's just nice to have it? So let's enjoy what we've got, even if the crowds aren't big, and should we not complain when the pitch could be a little better, and there are a few complaining about yesterday's pitch?
15: Yeah, look, I think you're always going to have those murmurings, aren't you? it's It's a big summer, it's a long summer, and there are other question marks of, like, hey, what, what, is, what are the points? What What is the point of these one days that are on at the moment? Um, last night we had 20,000 at the SCG and it was a good crowd, but far a far cry from what we were getting, you know, only a couple of weeks earlier with the, the big bash where you're getting 43,000 um, at the SCG. So I'm sure Cricket Australia are looking at that and scheduling. It's always been a headache for them because there's so much cricket on and you've got to balance you know, your domestic competition versus your test competition. And that always, you should be prioritising the Australian team and we should be getting sold out houses there, um, particularly on a beautiful night there, which is showcasing the best of our domestic players. So yes, there is a question mark over it. Um, However, you know, I was so appreciative of the cricket that was on last night. It was a good contest. Yes, the wicket had a little bit of variable in it, but you know, there's always this talk that it's a good wicket if you make 350. And I'm like, well, you know, it's also a good wicket if there's a, there's some challenges in there for the batters. And you can see them, you know, craft out an in innings. And, you know, last night, because the wicket had a little bit in it, we saw the likes of Sean Abbott be able to come in at eight and hit back-to-back 50s and showcase his skills. So, um, you know, on top of that, there was a great bowling performance as well from all the quicks. Um, You know, 260 I thought was a fair effort um, by the uh, Australians in the end. uh, But I thought the West Indies were right in the game. But the Aussies just shut them out with the ball. So um, they move on to Canberra, I think, for the next one day. And, look, that's that's got a capacity of about 15,000, I think. So I'd be surprised if you didn't see that one as a sellout.
5: Yeah, so tomorrow, this time tomorrow, you'll be getting that third one day from Canberra coming away on SEN. So we do need avenues for all the Sean Abbots of the world to be able to show us what they've got, because if they don't get a chance to do it on the big stage, we're not going to see them. You can do it in the Shield, but no one's watching the Shield, so it's a little bit different Shield cricket right now to what it was 30 years ago.
15: Yeah, look, I, I agree. It's, you know, I think if you're out there in the public domain and you're producing these results, you know, it can only help your chances, but look, cricket, in Shield cricket in particular has a massive passive following. No one is watching it. So no one, you know, will be able to see the likes of Sean Abbott. However, people will check up on scores and will also recognise good performances. So if the guys are doing consistently well at Shield level, it's not everything, but it goes a long way to them getting selection, um, you know, into the Australian team, particularly the Red ball team. Um, you know, as it stands now, there's three games on at the moment. Um, you know, New South Wales, it's a great game between them and WA. You've got future test cricketer potentially in Bancroft batting at the moment. Um, and also, you know, if we look at a global perspective around the world, there's some great test matches going on. I know SEN are mm. covering India v England. Um, that's a great uh, test match that's going on. So a lot of cricket for all the cricket fans out there, particularly myself. Nothing better than a, a Tuesday afternoon uh, watching test cricket or watching some Shield cricket. Um, but you'd prefer to see, uh, quite rightly, as you said, seeing these Aussie guys um, in in the bright lights, in prime-time viewing. And, um, yeah, last night we got a, a great example of what Sean Abbott can do with the bat and the ball.
5: So before I let you go, what give us a prediction, Australia New Zealand.
15: Australia New Zealand, yeah. Well, look, this is going to be a spicy contest. There's a lot of question marks over this Australian top six. I think it is their best top six that they're going with. Um, you know, but we're looking at Marnus Lovershane and Cameron Green, particularly at three and four. They're going to have to find some groove, and Travis Hebley's coming off the back of three uh, golden ducks, so hopefully his form can improve for Australia, but um, yeah, I'm tipping the Aussies. Um, At the moment, New Zealand are playing South Africa. Um, You know, they're five for 500 or so in that one, so, you know, they're well ahead, but I think the Aussies will get it done against New Zealand, but it um, could be some tricky conditions on some green wickets over there. So we be interested to see how our batters hold up.
5: And form, do you think Manus will turn it around? Is form, can you flick a switch? Do you think Manus has got the capability, capability of doing that?
15: Yeah, I mean, look, this guy averages over 50 in test cricket. And, you know, he's hit a bit of a lean patch, but, you know, lean patch, he's averaging 35. He hit back-to-back 60s at the SCG. Um, look, I'm sure that he'll go back and reassess the way that he's playing, in particular the short ball, because he got out in similar fashion at the Gabba in the last test in the pink ball test. Um, but he's done this consistently now for Australia over a long period of time, so there's no there's no thoughts in changing that top six in my opinion. But I think they will have a point to prove, um, and you know they're going to have to do that against the you know pretty quality New Zealand attack. So confident that they can. Um, get the job done, particularly the top six, but I'm sure that they'll be wanting to make a statement in New Zealand.
5: Steve, great to have you on. Always great to hear you and uh, it was good to hear you yesterday. We'll talk soon.
15: Good on you, Dwayne. Cheers.
5: Steve and I joining us, part of SEN's one-day international broadcast of Australia and the West Indies yesterday. Going to take a quick break for news. Back with more of your calls and your texts. Plenty still to come on Dwayne's lot.
11: In New Jersey, at the home of the NFL's New York Giants and New York Jets
5: bloated belly
7: making you feel fat and miserable caruso's bloaties to the rescue caruso's bloaties comes with a money-back guarantee at pharmacies and health stores always follow the directions for use did
5: you know you can watch
7: all your favorite sen shows on youtube subscribe today
4: the new ai smoke drivers from callaway sweeter from every spot
11: Cloudy conditions across Melbourne with the slight chance of a shower, an overnight low of 15 degrees. Tuesdays looking partly cloudy, a max of 21. And don't miss Summer Breakfast with Kane Corns and Sam Edmund. Back tomorrow morning from 6am on SEN. Things that make you go, mm. things that make
5: you go, things that make you go, things that make you go, jump on the line 1300 736 736. Anything across the weekend that made you go, Hmm. I've just been talking to Gazy. The the statue of Leighton Hewitt at the Australian Open. Maybe go. I'm not sure it looked like him at all, but uh, I might have a chat to Gazy about that because he was down there at the tennis with Andy. Uh, things that made you go. Hmm. One three hundred seven three six seven three six or oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Lockie in Cairns has got something to kick us off with. Welcome to you, Lockie.
10: Uh, we had a we had a topic on last week about technology in sport, and I never got a chance to call in, but I, I had the chance today to call in. I just wanted to have a have a chat about it if you, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah,
5: far away. Yeah.
10: Um, I, I think it's, you know, you talked about having technology in sport. I think we've gone too far. I think there's almost too much technology. Like, I'm going to use, you talked about the AFL, and I, I almost think we should leave it to the umpires, and I, I'll take cricket as an example. Like, you have the DRS, and, and there's been countless examples of the DRS being... Questioned where, like there was an Adam Zampa ball that was apparently turning a, a mile, sort of thing. Like and I, I think yeah. we should almost leave it just back to the umpires. I, I don't know about you, or maybe way off the mark, but I don't know. Personally, that's what I think.
5: Well, when it's a bump ball, when it when you think of the delivery from anyone, whether it's a fast bowler or a spinner, and it hits the pitch and hits your toe a split second after, then how does the computer know the travel time? and the travel trajectory of that spinning ball. When it's hit your toe a millisecond after hitting the pitch, it doesn't know whether that ball is spinning or not, does it?
10: No, that, well, that's, that's the thing. Like, it, it, we don't know. Like, is the computer right? Is the computer wrong? We we don't yeah. have. But I almost think the umpire, and it's almost, you know, you have the umpires there, but in reality, umpires umpire is just a standing figure. Every every batsman will double double-guess the umpire. The umpire will have a decision and then the the batsman will go, no, nah, I think you're wrong, and go to the computer. But I almost think you should leave it just to the umpire or go flip it the other way and go review every decision. Mm. Like, have the, the DRS there and then take the players', players call out of it. Have, leave it Leave it to the umpire. That's what they're there for.
5: Yeah, so when a ball hits the batter on the toe as well, you don't know where it was going to go um, after it hit the toe, as whether it was going to turn or not. There's a whole heap of stuff that technology is guessing over. So I like the discussion, Lockie. If you've got a thought on this one 736 the open line number, which is brought to us, by the way, by Werribee Kia, the EV9. You can test drive it today at Werribee Kia. You can drop down and see the team at Werribee Kia. David, Janan, Aid, Jim, the whole team at Werribee Kia, they would love to see you. Uh, they've got a heap of new and used car stock down at Werribee Kia. So I uh, appreciate the chat. one 736 736 if you'd like to join us. A little bit of uh, things that made you go mmm. A couple of others coming through on the text. Uh, things that make you go mmm. And uh, one here on the unwritten rules of sport. Baseball has plenty of unwritten rules, such as if you're winning by plenty, you don't swing on a 0-3 pitch. Thanks for that. Uh, you always clap in cricket when the batsman makes 100, uh, unless your name is Jeffrey Boycott. Thanks for that little whack of the great Jeffrey Boycott. On the, one through, one, on the way through. Um, Dwayne, I still like watching the One Day Internationals better than the T20. Big bash. So there's one that is a lover of the One Day Internationals. Um, and yes, the AFL is def- definitely wasting February. Could have had a knockout competition, being quite a few of those coming through. Let me race through a few more texts while we're at it. Dwayne, has Fox 20 finalised their on-air presenters for the coming season? That's from Susan. Not yet, Susan. We've got meetings in a couple of weeks where I'll find out all of the new shows, who the commentary team's going to be, so looking forward to that as well. Um, and Brisbane's new facility is unreal. Had a few texts coming through on. Brisbane would be a great place to host a few preseason games, but the AFL is still wasting feb. Keep them coming through on the text machine, 1116 Ryan in Cheltenham, you've got a, a thought? Welcome to you, Ryan. Uh, g'day, Dwayne. Welcome to the program. I'm-
1: uh, Dwayne, I'm just calling
16: regarding the NBL throwdown on Saturday, Melbourne United versus Southeast Phoenix.
5: Far away. What didn't you like? I want,
16: give, I want to give... Well, firstly, what I didn't like or what I'm confused about is uh, Mitch Creek's injury, but I want to do a positive note and just congratulate the boys at Melbourne United for sweeping the series four games to nil. Average winning margin, 17 points. Um, yeah, well done, guys. It's always um, good to have bragging rights.
5: <laughs> Appreciate your call. Well, they struggled a bit this year, south-east Melbourne Phoenix. And Melbourne United, today the best team in it. Gazy, yes, I know, Wildcats. Melbourne United, gives us a nod, or he's going to put the headset back on. Your thoughts, best team in it, Ryan? Who you got? Uh, I've got
18: Melbourne United and Tasmania.
5: Okay, not the Wildcats. So Hutchie you'd be, be not happy with that. Who's the best team in it, Casey?
18: Uh, Melbourne United, I think. Although they've they've had a few ups and downs in mm. recent times, but they've been the most consistent. The Hutchie's team lost on the weekend yeah. to the New Zealand Breakers without Anthony Lamb, who might have done his Achilles. Oh, really? Okay. So he was a star of the, the competition, but it was uh, it's been a tough one for the Phoenix like that. I was at the game. We commentated the game. Yes. Pipe and a Herculean performance by. Uh, Southeast Melbourne fiends, because they have—I have no. I've never Massive seen a injuries. season yeah. decimated with injuries. But they—they uh, they put up a brave fight. Ten thousand people there, unfortunately, didn't see the spectacle that they would like
5: to have seen. I'm going this weekend. on uh, Sunday, Melbourne United New Zealand. I think is the game yeah. I'm going to. I'm it's taking huge the family for New Zealand. It is, and it's a sellout. It's mm. going to be great. I mean, the basketball is flying. February is really the month of basketball, isn't it? They've
18: sold out Melbourne United. It's—they're uh, on uh, setting new records. Ninety-two percent of their season has been sold yeah. out. So they've had a couple of not sold uh, out but almost yeah. uh, uh, like of their 14 games probably nine of them have been sellouts. I had to cull, That's incredible. I had
5: to call family. Oh no. Well I asked for a few tickets to, to try and get some tickets to the game. and uh no, Surely. Well, they said that I can't bring all 16 members of the family. I can't (laughs) can't get them all in. So that's okay. I just had to cull it down to my favourite three. So we'll see how we go. We're going to work that out during the week, but I'll be there on Sunday looking forward to it. Thanks to Melbourne United, by the way, for the tickets, and I'll see you there if you go to the game on Sunday. Need to take a break. Stick around, plenty still to come. You with Dwayne Jordan for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. At Brick Lane, find Brick Lane and all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. There was a time when if you asked for 16 tickets to the NBO, you could get them, but not anymore. It's flying. Great to have your company wherever you're listening.
2: Brick Lane Brewing, they're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in
3: all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au.
3: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell.
5: Ooh, Been great to have company for Dwayne's World today. Still a few minutes to wrap it all up before Gazi and Andy take over the reins down here at the Sandy Golf Links. Thanks to Callaway Golf, the new paradigm AI Smoke from Callaway is here, as is Jason Holder, by the way, superstar from the West
0: Indies. has been good enough to join us. Jason, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's been a good day so far. Um, uh, well, despite the weather, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been good. A little too cool for you. Did you like it better yesterday? Were you training yesterday? I actually only flew in last night, oh, you know, right. so I didn't get the, the warmth that I heard about yesterday. But, you know, it's so far, so good, man. I enjoy the weather. Uh, well, hopefully it's going to be warm. You're heading down to Tassie for your first T20, aren't you? Yeah, first T20 in Tasmania. Um, then on to Adelaide and then Perth. There's a quick turnaround in between games, so there's not much time, to be fair.
5: You know the obvious question. There's been this argument <laughs> as to whether you should be playing test cricket, what the, what the priorities are for a person of your ilk. I mean, you're a former captain, you're a superstar, three formats to play, you've played all three. Uh, how do you how do you explain it to people that you're doing what you're doing and that
0: is you've prioritized the T twenty? Um, I think this year was a little bit unique. Um I wanted to to definitely sign a central contract and, you know, be around West Indies cricket as is still my plan. Um but, you know, after long back and forth negotiations with cricket West Indies, you know, then led to, to this decision. Um, but it's not me ruling not myself from any other cricket for West Indies. Um I think because this year is a T twenty World Cup year I wanted to prioritize playing T20 cricket up front, at least to give myself the best chances of making the West in this T20 side. So, um, yeah, so far it's gone well. Um, it was really good to see the boys, you know, triumph against Australia. You know, we haven't been them for some time, so that was really nice to watch. And, yeah, I'm keen to get back on the field, definitely in Test cricket. It, it, it is my favorite format, so looking forward to the, to the rest of the year.
5: So Test cricket is your favorite format. You just weren't prepared to play in this Test series against Australia because... You played in the UAE. You only just got back from there, yeah?
0: Yeah, I flew in last night, actually. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I prioritized test cricket for a number of years. And, you know, I think this this situation is a little bit more unique in, uh, again, as a World Cup year. Um, yeah, and just wanted to give myself the best chance of, you know, preparing for the World Cup and giving myself the best chance of making a World Cup team. Did you find that there was
5: some explaining to do? Did you have to really fight the fight for yourself and your own priorities or not?
0: Um... Not really as I said, I was in negotiations with Cricket Western probably over four months. Yeah You know, it was just a lot of back and forth about, you know, you know What could be you know, what are the possibilities and options and trying to make the best decision for both parties? You know, we've had lengthy discussions and some healthy discussions as well, too So um, I don't think this will probably be for a situation, you know with me or sorry with with any other cricketer yeah. and I think there'll be a few more p- popping up in, in the next coming years, so We'll see how how best we can we can um, tackle it.
5: Do you think the lure of money, though, is going to be the too big a lure for people to say no to in the T20 form of the game that is being prioritised by some in front of Test cricket?
0: Yeah, I think it all depends on where you're from. You know, yeah, definitely the big three—England, Australia, India—have you know a lot more financial resources than we as a smaller island, well, smaller nation, yeah. you know, do. Um, and and that's been our biggest challenge. You know, we look at our the um, infrastructure in the Caribbean, you know, we've a little bit far behind. Um and it's purely down to, to finances. Um I must give Cricket West and credit credit for what they've done with the little resources that we've had and hopefully you know in the coming years we could build some more financial re- revenue and and pump it back into development of the sport. But I think every cricketer will be faced with the challenge and, and the dilemma of if you you know continue to stretch for three formats or even two. Or, you know, you probably prolong your career and play the shortest format format and hop around a little bit playing some franchise cricket. So Shemar Joseph, he's going to have squillions
5: thrown at him to be a T20 player, and yet I'm sure that he wants to play test cricket. But if the money's
0: too big, what will he do? I think that's a decision down to him. You know, I mean, I think my situation is a little bit more unique because I've played international cricket for the last 10 years now. Mm. Um, I'm not getting any younger. Um, I'm 32 now, so... For me, is I, I feel as though I've put in a, a lot of time for West Indies cricket. I've um, passed up a lot of um, opportunities to play franchise cricket in order to prioritize international cricket. So I think at this stage of my career now, is, is more or less me trying to kind of maximise earnings, but still you know be available and play as much cricket as I possibly can for West Indies.
5: And should we not pass our standards on or, or demand that you live your life as a West Indies cricket and its a group of nations the way that we do in Australia and we're one nation and we've got our ideals as to what should be prioritised if you're a cricketer or a sports person. West Indies is a bit different.
0: Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, we've got a number of islands coming together in the only sport that we come together in. You know, every other sport is individual, um, whereas it, when it comes to West Indies, at that. But, yeah, I mean, again, it's probably an ongoing topic. So one that would always be, you know, um, well... There's no definitive way, yes or, no, or right or wrong way, and it's just more or less you're just trying to find ways to move, move with the times, and you know be as open as transparent as you possibly can with, with your uh, your, your relative board, and and try to make the best decision for both parties. Great to have you in. I really appreciate you dropping
5: by. If you enjoyed the day, Callaway he has been hitting the driver. Just Give it a crack?
0: Yeah, I had a crack of it. You know, I I pretty much like it, man. It's a really nice product, man, to be honest. It's it's a bit more forgiving. My misses are a a little bit narrow, so that's that's a plus.
5: Are you a golfer? Are you a golfer in your spare time?
0: Yeah, I love golf, man. I play as much golf as I possibly can. So, yeah, I enjoy it heaps, man, so hopefully I'll get up for a few courses here.
5: What are you playing off at the moment?
0: My index is down to 2.4 though. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> uh, all right. Not playing to it, though. Man. I need a couple more shots. <laughs> Great to have
5: you in. Congratulations on getting your handicap down to that low one. <laughs> and, and I'm feeling really good about, about myself because no one's called me man for quite a while, so I enjoyed that <laughs> as well. Thanks, to, thanks for coming in. Jason Holder joining us. Back to wrap it all up. Andy and Gazy coming away shortly with Dwayne's World live from the Sandy Golf
4: Links.
2: Brick Lane Brewing, they're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops.
4: Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au
3: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell.
4: Yeah, uh, you know, Fraze was, uh, looked like he was enjoying himself for the first few balls that he, he was out there. He hit a massive six, which was nice, and, um, you know, he goes about his business in that way, which is it was nice to see, and thought Souther was really good tonight. He just bashed away uh, on his lengths on this wicket. It's all you really needed to do, and there was a bit of up and down and a bit of movement. So, no, nah, it, uh, it was nice to see them have, have a debut and we can get a win for them.
5: Steve Smith, a bit of love for Jake Fraser-McGurk and Will Sutherland after yesterday or last night's win. That's it for me today. It's been great to have your company. So many calls coming through on that Werribee Kia open line, 1-300-736-736. I'm back for Midday Mattis tomorrow, so put that number in your phone, one we are back for a two-hour show, so please join me tomorrow. And if you want to drop down and see the team at Werribee Kia, they've got the EV9 available right now to test drive. I've got one that I've... Test driven to bring it down to the Sandy Golf Links today for this Callaway Day. You can drop down to Warrigal and test drive it yourself. Plus, right now they've got a heap of other great new stock. They've got the 2024 Picanto from 19.990, 2024 Stonic from 24.990, the 2024 Celtos from 39.90, the new Sportage, which is a great-looking car, the 2024 Sportage from 36. Nine ninety and the 2024 Sorrento from $53,990. Plus, you can have a chat to the team about their finance options. And remember, if you're looking for a trade-in, Werribee Kia offer top dollar and have 300-plus late model used cars in stock. So they've got a heap of used car stock down there. I was there last week, and they can just wander around and kick the tyres. Werribee Kia, drop in and see them. Old Geelong Road, Hobbers Crossing, and be sure to check out that EV9 for a test drive or just say hello to them or drop online and have a look at their stock. Werribekeia.com.au L-M-C-T double one four. Celebrating some sporting legends thanks to Tobin Brothers Funerals, a family owned business since 1934. Tobin Brothers Funerals. Christian Cristiano Ronaldo's 39th birthday today. John Aloisi celebrates his 48th birthday today and Neymar turns 32. Tobin Brothers Funerals. Visit tobinbrothers.com.au Tobin Brothers' funerals celebrating lives. but a heap comes through on the text machine as well today. Thanks to all of you who've taken the time to send through a text. Hey, man, why aren't the Aussies this cool? Uh, thanks for that. It was good to have Jason Holder in. It was nice to be called man a couple of times. Fantastic interview, Dwino. Great insight into the West Indian structure. Can't blame them for chasing some dollars. Adam from South Bank. Quite a few coming through on the unwritten rules in sport. One here in golf, seeing as we are down here at the Sandy Links. Golf rule, always let the winner of the tournament putt out last. Yep, that's a ripper as well. And one here, I have a request for Fox footy in 2024, Dwayne. Pass it on. Don't put the score from the other game at the bottom corner of the screen anymore. Well, I like knowing what's going on, but you could put a little bit of tape, just a bit of gaffer down the bottom end of the TV if you don't want to see it. Thanks to all of you for taking the time to send through a text today. Back for Midday Mattis and for your text tomorrow as well. And uh, you can send them through for the all-new 40 Winks. And Temper Pro, the Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Mattresses like no other. But again, that's it for me. Thanks to your contribution to the show. Gazy and you're right, you boys. Gazy's got his chocolate muffin. Is it you? The boys are blowing. In the... <laughs> hey, you're rocking the caravan. Dwayne's Ward for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. Find Brick Lane and all good bottle shops. And for Athena Home Loans, be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Andy and Guys, you're coming away next.